Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There is Brett Fesley. And there's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And we are ready to go for another chilly day as we work through our chilly, chilly time with all the ghost plants all over the place and everything else. Wrap it up, bundle up, you'll be fine. Did you uncover yours or did you let it no, go? No, I went another day because it's right. a little chilly today. And then to, probably tonight I'll, I'll take up. No, actually, Al, the landscaper's coming today, so he's going to unghost my house. It's a. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't even think of that. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> he's going to pull the white sheets off everything. He's going to be pulling the white sheets off all my stuff. I didn't even. Sorry, Al. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, that doesn't look good for my. Crack ass, crack What's he up to? Uh, anyway, uh, Brett was just telling the story off there. You got uh, somebody rear-ended you, and as I, you got into a little rear-ending accident yeah. yesterday. Wasn't here though. And then you said, uh, and, and then you said, "Oh, it's no big deal. Not a lot of damage." It got very Italian because I don't realize that you. Did. <laughs> and as I'm leaving, it didn't sound like that bad. And then I hear you say to Brady, "Kids' cars totaled though." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait a minute, the rear end again." Now it is. It was fine. The accident isn't why. <laughs> but we took care of his car afterwards. How dare you? Uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But you're all right. You got a little yeah, neck, neck issue. Got some and neck yeah. issues. And Amazing. Stuff, but... How just yeah, the the little bump in the back unexpectedly in a car can throw your back and neck off so easily. It doesn't take much. It doesn't like to, how fast were you? Was the kid going? I don't know, probably forty or something, oh, maybe thirty. He was going forty. He was cruising. He was cruising, and he was. I and heard he was the tires stopped? locking up, and I'm like, "Here we go!" Oh, yeah, geez, that's Some amazing. His that's, car took that too. Yeah, Brad's no car. tiny accident. No. I thought you were like getting like just a little. No, no, no. The way no. you described I mean, it, it was, at first, uh, like, "Hey, I just got bumped a little." Forty miles an hour. That kid took you out. Maybe thirty. I, you know, I mean, it was. Uh, let's see. And he's okay. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. He was just more shook up than anything else. Yeah. Oh boy, he, uh, how old? 16, oh, man, see, that's what happened to me. That's oh, his yeah, car. that ate up the front of his ride. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah, that was the same as mine when I got T-boned that time. 16 years old, coming back from baseball practice, 40 miles an hour, ran right through that red light and spun me like <sighs> I've never been spun. That's no joke. So, no. yeah, you're, you're, I, when you were talking about it, I figured it was just like, eh, 15, 20, bapped into me. My neck hurts a little bit. His car, his car's totaled though. Well, geez, that's yeah, it wasn't, good it wasn't fun, okay. but, uh, the Chandler, Chandler police officer that came over, he was really cool, really nice and, and a listener too. So he, and was, he hangs with us. Yeah. Good. He was awesome. All the cops that so. do that. My, uh, the fire department that came to my accident, they, uh, they were 
like they listen to the show, and the next thing you know, this poor sixteen year old kid is just a, a frantic. Yeah, he's a mess. Like you know, just wrecked this giant suburban. He, Everything else, and he looks over and he sees that I'm taking pictures with the fire department. Like we, <laughs> you got selfies. Yeah, and well, the guy's like, "Can we get a picture?" I'm like, "Sure." I'm like, "Get the kid who hit me in here too." And his face in the picture, I don't have it anymore. So Ugh. hilarious because he is like, "Why is this happening? Like, is this normal that you know there's like a big celebration after every accident?" And I uh, started laughing. I'm like, "You realize you hit America's sweetheart. You almost killed America's sweetheart. You're you're forever going to be remembered for this." <laughs> And he's just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who you are. I don't know what's going on. And then we have to ask the police, even though we really appreciate your support and, you know, we love you guys and we're supporters of the police and what they do and everything else. Uh, When when one of the members of the show is in a pickle, please don't uh, because... Don't don't act like you like us that much because it pisses the other side off quite a bit. It's no, not- we went over to the side when he was like, "All right, I just got to," you know. But- I was with my friend's uh, wife when she fell off her bike, and the, they're from Chicago. And the fire department came, and the one goes, "Hey, Holberg, what's going on?" And I'm like, "Hey, guys," and I'm snapping selfies with her while she's bleeding out in the bike trail. And I just she just goes, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, there's like 13 firefighters. You have a cut on your leg. You've overreacted to your issue. You're fine. Everything's going to be fine. These guys are taking a break and." You know, celebrating me for a minute. Get over yourself. This is guy on a cot and he's being fanned. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's on the gravel. <laughs> yeah. I've stood here for a while. My legs are a little wobbly watching this girl bleed out. Do you mind getting me some an IV and some time? More lemonade, John? Yeah. Oh, it was. It was uh, yeah. Peeling grapes with the, the palm fronds. Always yeah. so nice. So you've got, yeah, you've got legitimate damage to your car probably, right? Yeah. So Shane Orlando's got the call already. He already I, I yeah. texted him last night. All right, man, bring it on by. We got it, bet. Come on over. I'll get that taken care of in a day. And he's great, so that's yeah. a good thing. That's and the good. kid, you know, I mean, the kid was, like, scared. Oh, I mean, horrible. just, you know, and I felt bad for him. Oh. Until I looked at my car and go, God damn it, you <laughs> idiot. Were you texting, you little moron? Was he? I, that I don't know. I uh, don't know that. You know one thing about 16-year-olds, they've been. That's the first thing that you think. They've yeah, been I mean, taught. To, well, me too. I mean, yeah. 16, but I don't hit anybody. I'm better at it. <laughs> but uh, that's the first thing I think is they've drifted off onto, you know, their text machines. And uh, smashed India, and that's the first thing I said when my guy smashed me. I'm like, "Were you texting? Huh? No." And I'm like, "You've been taught already to just. This is the only time anybody's ever asked a six year old, did you have your phone in your hands?' Like, absolutely not. Most of the time, the answer is, you're always on your phone too.' <laughs> Look, old so man, what difference does it make? Everybody's on their phone, stupid, bruh. But yeah, my guy was great. And then now you're in the glorious. World of insurance and recovery. Oh, oh welcome, Brett. Welcome to that glorious time. Oh, I wasn't home twenty minutes, and their insurance company's already calling me. I'm like, you know what? I'm calling. I'm calling Kevin Rowe. I got that. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to go. <laughs> you 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 needed my savvy negotiating skills because I got an email from the kids' insurance company. I didn't catch it, and they made me an offer for uh, damages and all oh, this other stuff. Refuse. Well, I didn't know, so I didn't catch it. And then uh, about a month later, sent another one that I didn't see. And then it was probably about six months later, I got this kind of terse email from them that said, uh, all right, this is our final offer uh, before we go to lawyers and this and that, before we're going to do this. And it was this, it was a pretty good number. It wasn't ridiculous. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the first two emails. I didn't know what their other offers were. I'm like, what do you mean your final offer? I haven't, I haven't heard a word from you guys. And then I looked back, and it went up like like triple from their first offer oh, and all it took was ignoring them for a couple of months and they finally made this offer and i'm like i'll take it you had the broad with the suitcases out yeah. there and <laughs> yeah it was deal or no deal and i didn't know i was playing and then the final one but then my dad's on you could have gotten twice as much as that and i'm like damn it <laughs> so you should have let him go to lawyers the last thing they want to do i'm like damn it damn it 
But I took the offer and did what I did. But yeah, my my advice to you: ignore everything they do. <laughs> ignore them. I ain't talking. They to you. keep they keep coming back with higher offers. When I went back and found the what what emails are they talking about? I looked back. I'm like, oh geez, the first offer was like it was a substantial amount of damage, like nine thousand dollars. I had a medical bill. I had to go to the hospital for a day just to get checked out because my ribs hurt. And they're like, oh, internal bleeding's about. I'm like, I'm scared to death. So I went there. And so they're like, for $9,000, we can settle this. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I, I, but I didn't see that one. And the next one showed up. I'm like, hey, 13, 17, 18. Look at this you. Is, I'm not even, I'm ignoring you, and you guys just keep bumping it up. It was awesome. I probably could have gotten a lot more. I, I, but I felt a little bit guilty about it because I was fine. Yeah. And the car was taken care of and whatever. Well, I'm sorry you had to deal with it. Yeah, that stinks. It yeah. happens. But, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, the young man's vehicle will never will never run again. No, not after that. Never again. His car is completely total. So yours isn't. It's not total, but I don't know, you know, under damage or anything like that. Yeah, like they mean, bent the frame yeah, or anything I'm like that. I'm hoping not because oh, I'm out. That's and his a total. body's yeah. out of whack. Oh, no, yeah. that's a mess. Damn it. Well, so, let it be a lesson to all of you this morning that at any given time it can happen to you. Uh, so let's all, and I'll make that conscious effort too, to... Uh, Put your phones down. Yeah, look my, both ways yeah, before you text. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's great advice. Look I, up, yeah, survey the area before you drop your head down to text for those uh, 40 or 50 feet. I just thank God I wasn't on the Harley because that, oh. that would not have been good. I, I know. I know. I know. So you're completely Time stopped. for the Harley to go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was it was backed up traffic. And he came in hot, oh. Oh. and you saw it in your mirror. Yeah, I saw it coming. I'm like, oh, here oh, we yeah, go. And it He's looked like hot. he was going to stop, stop, stop. Nope. And you have a car in front of you, or you? Yeah, there was no nothing. Go. You put yeah. your, you crammed your brakes. Yep. You didn't hit anything else. Yep. Man. And of course, it seemed like I was surrounded by Italians because everybody's like, I ain't seen nothing. And kept driving. Like there are no <laughs> yeah. witnesses. They just kept going. <laughs> like the scooters going <laughs> oh, around yeah. the person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Close. Sorry about that. Doesn't look like a good thing. But I had my head turned. I was texting. I was absolutely texting. I hope you're not going to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> I still wish, like, I, I, I hope Brady's God is real for a couple of reasons, and this is one of them. Mainly just to tell him, childhood cancer? Really? You couldn't fix that? And then to move on to go, all right, show me some good videos of the things I want to see about my life. That night of my T-bone accident is one I need to see. It has to be something. That has to be, from an overhead view, the funniest thing in the world to watch the accident occur. And then me, in my... Apollo Creed silk boxers. <laughs> that uh, getting out of the garage. A t-shirt, a pair of uh, uh, I didn't have any shoes on. A pair of socks that were mismatched, and a three-legged pit bull. All getting out of the car with an adrenaline rush I can't even describe. Screaming at the top of my lungs the f word over and over and over as I walked directly into the intersection. I'd lost my mind. Me and my three-legged dog, and I'm holding her like she weighed nothing. She's about fifty-five pounds, but I'm. I'm holding her like she's a, a teacup poodle. And she's in like, oh, what the F mode. What's going on? And I am just screaming, fudge, fudge. Only I ain't saying fudge. <laughs> and it's on my lungs over and over and over. So I'm walking towards this kid who's in a baseball uniform standing oh. in the middle of the road, too. And we're just, I must have been a foot away from him. Fudge. He's like, you all right? Fudge. What do you have? Any- oh, my God. I hit him so hard. He's homeless. And the the outfit had to be hysterical. And then I called Megan. I'm like, hey, I was in an accident right down the road. I need shoes. I need something. So she brings me two fuzzy slippers. 
This is all I can find. I'm like, are you kidding me? Out of all your shoes, those. Oh well, no, this was way before I had oh, okay. a shoe thing. Okay, but I still had a few pairs of shoes. Like enough dress shoes would have been more appropriate <laughs> than the weird house. Oh, your capizios. I mean, some wingtips with your yeah, Apollo That would have been fine. It would have been better than what she brought, which was just a pair of house slippers. You know, like house slippers from good times. They always talk about house. Like oh, James yeah. had his house, his house shoes. That's what these were. They were, <laughs> they looked like they'd been like I'd skinned a kid's teddy bear oh. and put like just wrapped them around my feet. They were horrible. This is all I had. And I'm like, great. This is what I get. House slippers. I put Yardley, my my uh, three legged pit bull, in some lady's car with a kid while she's in just tatters like she did i'm thank god that she liked that kid otherwise it would have been a big fight in the back i'm like the lady's like do you need me to hold your dog and i'm like would you just uh, uh, she was just put him in the back seat and she even i remember her asking me is she friendly and i'm like no not at all like you know how many dogs in the car do you like, no just my daughter i'm like yeah that, that'll be fine and i just stuffed it back in there like an eight-year-old kid and yardley was just like okay and then i'm wandering around and and dressed up like an insane person <laughs> and i can only blame one man brian Brees. Who demanded that I uh, drop off the spring training tickets that we were going to the game the next day? Why don't you just drop them off over on Camelback and 20th? And then, because I'm heading down there. I'm like, okay. Well, that's like a tenth of a mile from my house if you want to just pop up here. Uh, <clears throat> just meet me there. I'm like, okay. And then on the way back, I got blasted. His fault. Where were you going? Anywhere important? I, no, I was coming home. Oh, after work. Yeah. Right after. Oh. Well, no, no. It wasn't. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon. I had oh. to go pick up. Uh, you know the the life of a wedding DJ. I had to uh, had to pick up some dry cleaning, and I'm literally uh, on my way home. Uh, if I would have waited ten more minutes, oh, isn't that I'd have been totally if fine. Just, if you'd have sneezed twice today, you yeah. might have hit a different green light. Yeah, and then the crazy part is, as soon as I as soon as I call Matthias, I'm like, I got an accident. Are you okay? Yeah. How many times did you call him an MFer? And I'm all like, yeah. I did yeah. not yeah. once. The kid was nice. He checked on me. Did he you? A, he was apologizing. Be honest. In the car right before he hit you, you mother. In the yeah, car. Maybe a you little bit. Piece of <laughs> I think those curse words are still floating in the atmosphere, but. Mike, you're, like, you're better not be a goon. <laughs> oh, was it a Gilbert goon? Oh, maybe that's part of their thing. My mom uh, got, uh, we got, I shouldn't say that phrase. I was going to say my mom got rear ended, but. Oh. Whose mom has? She it? has. But we were in our uh, Chrysler Cordoba. Hey. And she was at a stoplight. When, before there was a 101 freeway, Price used to have a street called Manhattan, and Manhattan would meet Price, and that's where we got out of the neighborhood. And, uh, and it was a long stretch of field before you got to Price from the neighborhood, and that's where the freeway is now. And uh, I remember my mom <laughs> looking in the mirror, and I'm in the back seat. And, you know, you can see your mom in the mirror, and I just hear her going, You dumb mother I <laughs> you better stop that God damn it. And then clunk, we get hit. I'm like, oh, she's not mad at me. <laughs> she opens the door, and she's a wildcat screaming and yelling at this guy. And I just hear, I was looking at the bunnies. I was looking at the bunnies. <laughs> the guy was staring <laughs> off into the field. He was looking at rabbits. Oh. <laughs> at least he had seven feet of Cordova oh. trunk to get through. Well, it wasn't one of those. It oh. was the more 80s one. So it was, a short, it was the short Cordova, not those big, long, the cool Cordovas, as I like to call them. When we had was when... You know, Iacocca took over Chrysler and shrunk everything. Chop it. Yeah, it was a. It was basically a Buick Park Avenue. The K car size. And it was. All a, that. It was the nicer K car. Okay. And they opted for the cloth seats, not the Corinthian leather. Ah. Dan cheaped out a little. The all new Chrysler Cordoba. When uh, Ricardo Montalban started to do the ads for Chrysler Cordoba, that's the one we got. And it was I, maybe it was because of Mr. Rourke. I don't know, but Fancy Islands. 
host told my dad, this is a nice car. And they got a Chrysler Cordoba. And then it got bonked in like 1984. And my mom lost her mind, like had no control over herself. And it, she must have seen this like you, like you saw way before. Yeah. She braced That's herself. The worst. She didn't say anything to me, though, in the car. Mike Burkhart was in the car with us. Didn't say a thing to us. Like when she looked back, like, kids, hang on. Nothing. All she cared about was that dude. Like she cursed him out way before we got hit. And you probably did the same. I'm not going to deny or uh, admit to anything. When you got out of the car, what did the, what's, what did the kids say? He was he was still just paranoid in his car, and then when he finally got out, he just yeah. saw like he said, "Hey man, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." I'm like, yeah. "You left my car." Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I was I was like, "Hey man, you know." He's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Are you Did okay? you put yeah. the back of your hand across his cheek and go, "Don't worry about it. Relax, <laughs> relax. It's gonna be okay." Put an orange grind in yeah, my mouth yeah. and stuff <laughs> like like Don Corleone. Just look at me, huh? Oh, you're gonna be just fine, young man. Yeah, that's oh. exactly you, orange rind up. <laughs> what is he doing? I would love that if that's it. But, yeah, poor Brett. That stinks, man. You get out of your car next time immediately and collapse and lay down. Oh! (laughs) Every bit of me aches. (laughs) What have you done, you piece of garbage? Don't worry, my young man. We're going to take care of everything. Tell me. (laughs) Your parents, where are they right now? They're at work, sir. What does your dad do for a living? Is Is he an affluent man? We do pretty good, I guess. I don't know. We're all right. That's nice. So he can make payments, is what I'm saying. We don't need to involve insurance. You're okay, kid. What is in your wallet right now? Capital One? Good. Let's talk to your mom. Is your mom a a comely lady? (laughs) His parents weren't in the business. (laughs) Oh, oh. did you hit it? And another Italian hit you? (laughs) No, 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 no. Well, that stinks. What a day yeah. for Brett yesterday. That's... I just imagine Brett's neighbors every morning like, what does he do? Yeah. Every morning he comes out in the bathrobe, gets the newspaper, still gets a newspaper. <laughs> Plays the song on the speed book yeah. this morning. You're not him. Go inside. Yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Yeah, you lived it. And uh, you want to say the name of the kid that hit you? No, you, know, you don't know him? No. Nope. You don't? <laughs> no. Nope. Give him a little shout out nope. for being a kind. He knows who he is. He knows what he, he did. Know he did. <laughs> He's the one, hey, Brad, he's the one who's got to sleep at night. Poor, <laughs> the poor young man, sitting there thinking of your face every night before bedtime, crying like a woman. He wakes up with a horse head in his bed. And, uh, uh, he was very nice. I got <laughs> I got to be nice. All right. Uh, you know. I, we had my accident, my 16-year-old that hit me. He was on the air the next day with us. I didn't know who you were. <laughs> and then the little son of a bitch, I was all stiff like I'd been in a car wreck because I had been. Uh, he had a baseball game that day. You should have seen his car. Corbin Carroll hit you? Oh, I mean, Jesus. Blew his car to bits. Ugh. This Suburban was so mashed up, and the kid got out. He's like, I'm fine. I'm like, well, you're a pipe cleaner. That's because I forgot what being 16 feels like. Mine, no English. Well, you his had sister the- came over to the scene after the fact because he called. Yeah. And she drove down, and, and she asked me, can you uh, lie and say it was my dad driving? Yeah. Because the other kid didn't have license or paperwork. The insurance. Yeah. They were worried about the insurance part of it. but And you didn't. I didn't. No. That's against God. Free Holva. And then the, uh, you know, the officer was really cool. He goes, it really doesn't matter. The insurance goes with all the these Mexicans covered. are going to jail. <laughs> Whoever has the insurance, these aren't that's the Mexicans gets, you're looking yeah. for. That's <laughs> right. Gets covered. Hey, the insurance is yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that well the, another time when I got rear-ended, geez, I feel like I work at KDKB now. But you got rear-ended a lot. <laughs> another time when I got hit, it was the same. It, this guy hit like four cars. I was in the front, so mine just got a couple scratches on it. And the the they basically said that he wasn't a lot, wasn't his car, and the insurance wasn't under his name. And his insurance company basically said that, uh, well, his parents didn't give permission to drive the car, so... Uh, oh, you can an like, argument. Yeah, and oh. I'm like, you know, I didn't have enough damage on my car. I'm like, nah, screw this. That was also taken care of in a different fashion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whatever happened to that kid, but uh, I'm just saying. I do. He's fine. He's got a great view. Him and Luca Brasi are uh, swimming with the fishes. That's right. He's got a beautiful view. Most of us see the canyon from the top. <laughs> anyway... Well, good. I'm glad you're all right. Those are horrifying, yeah. awful things. And it can happen to any of us yeah. at any time as you climb into your car this morning. Just, you know what, let let Brett be the lesson, at least for a little while. We all say that. Oh, That's going to change my way. You'll be texting and driving before you know it. But uh, <laughs> at least for a day or so. How about being self-aware and conscious yeah. of that? And I'll do it. I'm for sure going to be. The worst is like literally when you hear the tires screeching and you're looking in the rearview mirror and going, here we yeah, go. Here we go. Prepare for impact. Yeah, yeah I didn't even... My guy didn't even slow down. Oh, he wow. had to be texting. He ran the red light, and what kind of got him back to his senses was hitting me. I didn't know what happened. I just heard the explosion, and I started spinning, and I didn't know what was going on. So, just strange all the there way. Comes around. bus. Is he in and out? Yeah, Corey's got him. Oh, oh, is he wandering around? Yeah, you can yeah. shut the door. Sorry, I had to bring bus to work today. <laughs> he did. Sorry a, about that. He's bugging you. He did a little hit on the sports station. Get in. He's coming. <laughs> he doesn't want in. Hey, I'm ten sixty. The deuce. Come here, dummy. Uh, I said, and also Lovitz is here today, so uh, I wanted to counteract his dog. He's not bringing Jerry though, but I have uh, I have a lot going on at my house, and I didn't want Bust to lose his mind today in the kennel. So he's coming in, big deal, right? I spent all day with Lovitz yesterday. All How was day. that? Well, I'm kind of responsible for him being here a day early. <laughs> so he texts us. He goes, "I'm in town now, so I'll buy you lunch." He bought? Yeah. Well, that's what I. Well, here's the thing, Brett. I'm in a <laughs> whoa, dilemma. Whoa, whoa. I'm in a dilemma with Lovitz. Uh-oh. He says, hey, come out here, buy your lunch. So I go out and, and meet him way out in, you know, Desert Ridge, Scottsdale area. Because yeah. he Scotts the airport's where he came in, so he's staying out there. So uh, I go all the way out there, which is no big deal. I'm, you know, I sit down. We wander around uh, the place. We find a, a place to sit. We're eating, whatever. And in the middle of this whole thing, this, this the waiter comes over and says, those two gentlemen over there would like to buy your lunch today. And Lovitz is like, okay. And so we started to come up with things that we, I, I said, we need to say thank you to that. And I said, and by the way, this doesn't, like, you owe me a lunch. Like, if, no, this is a lunch. This counts. It's that, like, this doesn't count if oh, somebody okay. else, well, you, there you go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> Sieg Heil, he said. <laughs> oh, Herr Holmberg's back. I get it. And I'm like, yeah. I said, well, you owe me. No, now you owe me lunch because you wouldn't have gotten a free lunch from other people if it wasn't known for knowing me. I'm like, you don't know that they didn't buy lunch looking over here saying, oh, there's Holmberg. We both know that didn't happen. <laughs> so we're going back and forth. And I said, okay, I'm going to go over and act as if I'm your assistant and say, hey, Mr. Lovitz is uh, very happy with have, have you guys picking up lunch today. And uh, and I just he just wanted me to say thank you to you guys and let you know that he's not going to blow you this time. <laughs> and then walk away. And then he goes, oh, no, you should go over there. And he, and he, he said, if you don't have the guts. And I said, I'll do it. And he goes, no, you'll go over there and tell him I will blow him. And then it'll get weird. Like, that's a good idea, too. <laughs> Mr. Lovitz would like to offer a blowjob for the free lunch, if you guys are interested. You, you sir, and your twink lover. It's my son, you son of a bitch. Okay, whoever. Either way, he'll do you both. 
That's disgusting. They were kind of. Well, they came over and they're just, uh, it was really, thank you for all the last for all the years. Uh, and I'm like, well, you're welcome. And then he goes, ha, 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 ha. See, I've already made you laugh more than him today. And, and Levitt's like, all right, that's enough. Took the lunch and then he was supposed to buy me something. Nothing? Nothing. But we literally sat there for like three hours discussing some of the grossest stuff you could ever imagine. Like just disgusting topic after disgusting topic. And then I'm like, well, you don't need to come in tomorrow. Well, I got to promote my show. I go, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's why you're here. And then we parted ways and I looked at the clock and it was 4.30. Jesus Christ. I've been with Lovitz for four hours for crying out loud. So he'll be in here today, but I don't know if we have anything to talk about. You guys can pick it up. We've covered every base. Telling jokes you can't tell at all, (laughs) ever, to anyone. Ever. And there was a weird, like, bachelorette birthday party that was going on there. Midday. Uh, 4.30. Middle of the day on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Wasn't even 4.30. They got there at, like, 1.30, maybe 2. Man. Just... And it was just a, I don't know what they were up to. It's a hotel restaurant. And I don't know who has it. Nice. And they're dressed up. Like, I mean, gussied up. It was like club wear. And there was nobody but me and Lovitz inside there. <laughs> and those two guys that bought Lovitz lunch. I feel weird for that, though. Like, I felt like I should give those guys money back. Like, they were buying John Lovitz lunch. They didn't have to buy the guy he's with lunch, too. Just say, we'll pick up. Like, that would have been a funnier thing to do as to say, we'd like to buy John Lovett's lunch. Not that weirdo he's with. He's on his own. But then, and then you make it so Lovett still has to kick in because he owed me. And he still does. That'd even be better if he bought you lunch and not Lovett's. Oh, man, that would have been the best. We'd like to buy that. We don't know who you're with, but we'd like to buy Mr. Holmberg America's sweetheart lunch today. The guy was really nice, though. And I don't know what the protocol is on that. Usually, if somebody does that nice thing for me, I go to them. Lovett's. I said, should you go over and say something? They'll come here. I'm like, really? Yeah, don't worry about it. Like, all right. This happens to you a lot where you're not paying for stuff? All the time. <laughs> they came over. I'm converting. Sure enough, he was right. I know. He was I'm right. Convert. That's why he loves to go out. Yeah. Said thanks for the lunch and see you later. And there it was. <laughs> they sure did. They came over afterwards. I, they started to get up. I'm like, love it. They're leaving. You got you to gotta go over and say something. They'll be. Don't worry. And he was right. <laughs> They immediately wandered over. Mr. Lovitz, have a wonderful afternoon. And reverence to John Lovitz. And there I am sitting with him going, geez, what time is it? i got to get out of here. <laughs> you guys want to take my place for a few minutes? But, man, some of the stories he told were fantastic about Epstein Island. Whew. Man, I didn't know he was the caretaker for two years. He just he stayed there. That's why we didn't hear from Lovitz for a long time. He was at the <laughs> island for, I'm staying here. This is great. He had his own little wing in the house. It was pretty great. Pretty awesome stuff. So John Lovitz will be here in a little while. Also, we can all rest easy. Five arrests of the Gilbert goons have taken. Oh, the goons. Oh. The streets are safe to walk in Gilbert again. The goons a couple have, more on the way. One of the goons. There's one of the goons who, uh, oh, that's. One 20-year-old, 218, and 216. That's right. So it isn't a teen violence problem. It's an adult issue. That a 20-year-old is hanging out with 16-year-olds. There's your first clue. you got something weird happening in your house. As a 20-year-old, you know, kids not in college hanging out with... Trust me, I was one of those, but I didn't... My deal was I wouldn't hang out with the bus boys at Tony Roma's when I was 20 and 21. 
uh, we'd play basketball together, and sometimes there was a restaurant after party, but I wasn't going to their houses. to. You just don't. I'd drop them off after work if they didn't have a ride. That was as far as you go. If you're 20 and palling around with 16-year-olds, it's a drug thing. There's something going on. You're, you're no good. And it's good. They're going to go to jail for that horrible incident that happened in Queen Creek. And amazingly, the gang violence will end. But his name, surprisingly, was not uh, Hayden Caden, uh, Jaden, or Jackson, which is all the kids in Gilbert now. But there'll be more. More goons going to jail. Oh, there'll so. be an EN eventually. Oh, there's all of those. Yeah, that's coming. Brady's got a little insight that maybe an EN's going to get arrested here. Not a Hayden, Caden, Jaden, or Jackson. But you'll see an EN coming. It'll be a good thing. You see, it also Gilbert said the Gilbert. opening line. He, he admitted that, yes, I was associated with Gilbert Goon. <laughs> Goons and uh, funny. I used racial slurs. Too. Oh, uh, wait a minute! A white kid in yeah. Gilbert used racial slurs. No, what? no, no! This is a setup. No, not Whoa. my little Hayden, Caden, Jaden. No, his friends. Yes, I hear it all the time, but not him. He's. <gasps> I learned it by watching you. And an entire, <laughs> an entirely white community of people who. Moved there because it's a white community, have some racist background. What? The goons. Of course, and also everybody, like, because I was reading in the paper, or in the story this morning, what used to be the paper, it's my phone, uh, and it said the thing about his association with the Gilbert Goons was admitted immediately. And I'm like, right, because the lawyers are telling the kid, admit you're in a street gang, so it comes off like there's like 40 of you, and then if they're charging... You know, with crimes, it's the whole gaggle. There's not one isolated dude that's getting in trouble for this. Yes, you're as silly as it sounds. You're a Gilbert goon because I guarantee you that kid's like, "What the hell's a Gilbert goon? No gang, no self-respecting gang's going to name themselves the goons." That's a 1940s kids are word. At it. Yeah, and I heard a, a, a story yesterday that it was by uh, one guy's mom that called the boys. Goons oh, three years ago, and they thought that was hilarious. Because they were doing right. stupid stuff. But you, you guys are goons. Mom named the gang. <laughs> Just like what happened over there in Crenshaw. Y'all getting blood all over my house. Now you keep it up, I'm gonna knock your spines out, make y'all crips. <laughs> crips and bloods. Your mama's got two good ideas. <laughs> I'm a crip. I don't want. I'm, I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah, I don't think no. Tran Doughboy would ever want to be in a goon. <laughs> right? No, goon is something like somebody from the forties. Like that's it's a, like West Side Story. Right, that's a name yeah. from a Jimmy Cagney movie. All right, your goons. That's a, no self-respecting child since nineteen seventy-five has used the word goon in a tough guy way, unless you're playing hockey, which was kind of the dopiest dude out there. He was the dumbest guy who had you know limited hockey skills. He could skate and crush people. He was a goon. The mob. Yeah, we got a goon on that. And it wasn't a gang of, it was just idiots. You don't name yourself the goons. Oh, this whole Gilbert. I burn it to the ground, start over. But I think you, you could feel the sigh of relief that the streets are now safer. Oh, five sure. of, are off the, five goons. off the streets right now. Five less goons to deal with. Because, yeah, what I was understanding is that when everybody was walking around here, just random attacks were happening like crazy by the goons. If you'd hear the media, it is like... Oh, it's nuts. We've got a major problem it, going it, on. It leads the news every night. And I don't think... That, again, Hayden, say something. There's no threat from white kids. one of the other goons. Is that one of the goons? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
There's an African American uh, goon. Yep. He was he was trying to get the name changed. He didn't want. Yeah, to Yeah, there's no way he's in there. Uh, uh, were you a member of the Gilbert Goons, man? No, I, look, I tried to get that name changed about 25 times. Those <laughs> dumbass white kids. Did he ever use racial slurs? I didn't read the, uh, that close in the <laughs> did, article. Did the other kid that got arrested use racial slurs around him? My guess is no. <laughs> Unbelievable. Christopher yeah. Fantastic. Is that his name? 18-year-old Christopher <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Man. That's great. Uh, Gilbert. That's why I see it. I see what's going on here. <laughs> they needed an excuse to arrest the one black kid in Gilbert. I see it. <laughs> What's your friend's name over there? The one with the the hair that should have a bone in it. Oh, that's Christopher Fantastic. He's the best basketball player on my team. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't like you associating with gang members here. He's not a gang member, Dad. Yes, he is. Don't act like a goon. That's ridiculous. Now it makes sense. That's why everybody in Gilbert's in a panic. The black kids started hanging around the white kids. Oh, I get it now. All right. Well, now it makes sense why everybody over there is scared to death. There was a Negro with their kids. That's why there's arrest a, him. That's why there's a town council meeting. What are we going to do about this fantastic boy? Charge him with murder. Good idea. It was murder. And the daughter comes out. But I love him. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the other thing. Is that one of the dads happened to notice that on his sweet little Hannah's uh, folder she'd written down Hannah Fantastic. Oh boy, we're not having any of that. <laughs> Are there any unsolved crimes in the area we can pin on Christopher? Well, there was a thing happening in Queen Creek, pretty terrible. Yeah, get, get him involved. Put him in a gang, do whatever it takes. Nobody's not going to believe that. But that's not my name. <laughs> what? I'm not Christopher Fantastic. What are you doing? You're in a gang. You're part of an unsolved crime. I wasn't even living here then. It is kind of a cool name, though. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's got, he's got the name. Uh, it's, to me, it's name steroids to go change your name to Christopher Fantastic. But if your name starts off as Christopher Fantastic, <laughs> that's winning. That's winning <laughs> for a little while. Now, if he committed this crime, if it turns out that's real. He might be arrested on a can't. separate incident. Too. I don't Maybe. know what it's just. They look, they've got nine investigations kind of going on. Or something. Of all I'm the telling you, Brady, you may not see it living over in that bubble, but we all do. That kid was going to jail for something goon related, whether, whether he was involved with it or not. Living in Gilbert, he is. He was. He was not going to. Mister Fantastic. What'd you call me? A goon. <laughs> You're one of the Wait goons. A You're a goon. I said goon. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? What do you think? <laughs> I'm keeping our eyes on you there. Christopher Fantastic. What a great name. Well, if he's if he's guilty of it, he's going to jail. But that he's immediately, I guarantee you, that's why the cops had such a hard time on this case for the longest time. Every parent's like, well, we all think it was that kid over there. Uh, everybody's pointing to Christopher, but I think there's more to it than that. He started a gang, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. It goes back to my theory. If you want to make white people nervous, dress up like an 1800 slave, carry a watermelon and some chicken, and walk around your neighborhood and commit all the crimes you want. Because when they describe it to the cops, no one's going to believe you. They'll get arrested. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
He was dressed as a slave. That'll know. ruin my business if I describe him. He had a spear in his hand and bone in his hair. It was horrifying. I can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> let it go. Just yep. let it go. You can kill anybody you want if you're dressed that way in Gilbert because they're always talking about you that way. It just kind of falls into the pile. Well, good. The goons are off the streets. Oh, Phoenix is safe again. This is this is the worst it's been on the streets since the baseline uh, rapist and the uh, the forty four killer guy or whatever that oh, guy was yeah, like shooting yeah. everybody just driving around. Oh, that was a you couldn't walk the streets, and now they're, they're right there. It's all over. And then the other one with that kid that was shooting the freeway shooter, which you know, I don't want to Aaron Rodgers that whole deal. But the kid they caught, his dad was on the air with us saying he didn't do it, he didn't do it. The ballistics matched the gun, that high point, and uh, everything was there. And then they arrested him, and it stopped. And it turned out he may not have done it. So technically, we never really caught that freeway shooter. But the second they arrested the guy, we all said this might be the... It all stopped. Shocking how that happens. Yeah. That was truly terrorizing the city. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Dude, just lobbing high points into people. He's throwing, throwing those those tumbling bullets into the sides of your cars. <laughs> that Guns that might as well be square. But I always, I always, not, look, call me crazy. And I don't want to get Aaron Rodgers uh, type uh, hot water. But when you arrest somebody that you think might have committed a serial crime, and those crimes stop... You got them. And if the, you know, because that's what they had with like, what was it, the Zodiac killer. They kept, they'd arrest somebody and then there'd be another one. You'd be like, wait a second, are there multiple Zodiac? This guy didn't do it. And they're not sure they ever got the right people for that. And, you know, if the crimes keep happening, they got to let the guy go. And that's exactly what, nothing happened. The freeway shooter thing didn't stop or did stop when they got him. Unless he's D.B. Cooper just. Disappeared. And yeah. Rolls on to another on. town. And he got a bunch of money, if I remember right. Like, I think he got, because he was treated very poorly. You know, the, the media and everybody else made him guilty immediately. Yep. Me too. Because everything <laughs> seemed right. We all did. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I think, you know, law enforcement and everything, they want to make sure they got a case before. Oh, absolutely. That's you know, why they don't, you don't tell wanna, you everything. Like, I understand why they don't talk to the media sure all the time because well, something like, like that me. could happen i'm unqualified and i'm by the way i'm no different than any of those other pinheads that work at radio news half of them used to do what i'm doing right now and got fired so they went into news jim sharp has no extra training in news delivery or how to he just good at speaking and jim cross does so jim an cross expert in everything. he was born <laughs> yes yeah, jim cross once he came out of the you know his mother's vagina <laughs> Jim Cross laying in a puddle of his mother's filth, uh, live at the hospital. Again, 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's 2 in the morning. I'm in a dark hospital room. I just uh, fell out of a big cesspool of yuck. <laughs> uh, doctors say I'm going to be fine. Ten fingers, ten toes. Jim Cross, KTR News. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> I love his sign. Yeah, the sign-off is perfect because I've never heard anybody less interested in the story he's telling. <laughs> they caught those idiot goons. Uh, I'm standing outside of a... Pretty nice house here in Gilbert. Lights are off because it's 4 in the morning and KTR sent me out to stand in front of their house for no <laughs> reason at all. Jim, when they open in four hours, <laughs> do you think it'll be different? You think Jim is done fighting that too? All right, we'll send Jim Cross out. You know they're not open till like 11, right? <laughs> Just go stand in front of it. Yeah, all right, f*** off. <laughs> Jim Cross in front of an abandoned old building. 
KTR News. Go f*** yourself. That's why he makes the phantom calls. He's yeah. out there. Yeah, he's not really out there. I've been saying that for bedroom. years. Jim Cross is two rooms over pretending to be in front. Jim Cross standing live where the zone used to be. No, you're not. Yeah, not not at all in the bathroom at KTAR Studios up here at 16th Street in Glendale. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, there's no uh, homeless people, and we, we fixed it. Anyway, Jim Cross, f*** off. Your latte's done. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, <laughs> can I take out the trash? <laughs> One of the homeless trying to clean up here, that's what that was. That wasn't Javier, the uh, supervisor of maintenance here at Hubbard, or uh, wherever, Bonneville Broadcasting. <laughs> Who cares where I work? Uh, Jim Cross, KTAR, f*** yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. But I'm sure he's driving out to Gilbert if he's oh. if uh, he's pretending to drive to Gilbert this morning to go. The, the news wants them goons to be a thing, and they're just whatever. It's all over. Uh, let's get a wake up song now that we're safe again. Uh, five eight five nine eight hundred. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear next, and we will scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Ah, it was beautiful. Mike and the Molotovs right there. It is a glorious song. Thank you. And uh, we're getting through the morning. Brett's been rear-ended, so a reminder to everybody all day long that you can't uh, can't text and drive this morning. No. Keep your eyes open. Head on a swivel while you drive. It's the most dangerous thing you do every day. Without question. Uh, we did the Jim Cross thing a little bit ago from KTAR, and it reminds everybody that Bill Bellett, the, the, the evil empire, Darth Vader retired yesterday. He stepped away. Now, not retired from football, but from the Patriots. He stepped away. Pete Carroll leaves the Seahawks. Weirdest thing in the world. Nick Saban leaves Alabama. Everything we've known for years and years took off on the same day. I was uh, with a Patriots fan yesterday, and he's like, he should have left when Brady left. See, I... I because say, he was like, here's what I say, F- you Patriot fan, you ungrateful pile of garbage. Uh, you have a guy who took you to tens. I hate Bill Belichick. I hate the Patriots. Yeah. But what I hate more are Patriot fans. You get 10 Super Bowls out of a coach. You won six. Uh, shut your mouth. And that guy can die in your house every year, two and 14 from here on out. You had that fans are like, oh, I should have left a while ago. That guy didn't all of a sudden forget how to coach football. It just ended after a twenty. Well, he's worried about his, uh, you know, his legacy because his legacy then ends. That well, it, the only reason he was there is because of Tom Brady. No, the only reason, there, and he wasn't it, people. He's worried about people who say, well, he wasn't much of a coach. Please, after Tom Brady, and it's like, not, and, uh, and that's uh, the stupidest thing I've yeah. ever heard because Tom Brady was a great quarterback, and you need a great quarterback to win. But it's the ultimate team sport. With a great quarterback, uh, you, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. With Don Shula, who's more wins in, in coaching than anyone else. So to sit and say, Bill, I do this. And I also said, don't oh, forget, you know, there's some controversy during those years, yeah. too. And he cheated. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But if you're going to go back and just an over, it, look, forgiven for all the, the crap that he pulled early on in the dynasty, what really erased it is that he did it again. They, you forget that Bill Belichick didn't win a Super Bowl for 10 years between his first three yeah. and his next three. And everybody's like, he needs the tapes, he needs the tapes, whatever, in Patriot fan defense. I, I deal with this with Steeler fans all the time. that want Tomlin. Oh, he only won with Cowher's team. Cowher was 8-8 eight and eight with that team the last year he was there. It's, it, Cowher lost. Uh, Cowher, to me, is I love him. 
But he should have been fired for real three or four times. He had a few seasons where he lost championship games that were like mind-numbing that he lost them. He should, should have killed the Broncos. Lost it badly. And, and he didn't have a quarterback. He's a good coach, but he had some hiccups along the way. You don't go to Super Bowls because somebody else coached the year before. You you just don't. Here's the other thing. is in, in professional sports, you know, of course, everyone's like, perfect ending is I want to go out on top. You can't always do it. I it's mean, it's no, you low can very percentage of people to be able Jerome to figure Bettis, that out. Ray Lewis. That's about it. George Seifert, I think, left, but he was, you know, part of a system. Bill Belichick walking away from the Patriots. You're not you're not going to get a better coach tomorrow. And Patriot fans want that because they got so spoiled by winning. They became such babies that they expected 12 wins every single year. It wasn't going to happen. It doesn't happen that way. So listening to sports fans and things like that, I, I scoff. Like you know, Pete Carroll's going to be part of the operation, right, in Seattle? He's yeah. staying, but he's not going to coach anymore. No. It's I, like, that, that one shocked me more than the others, but yeah, Patriot the, fan can eat it. That, that have culture, though. Patriots, yeah. Steelers, Seahawks were able to build yeah. it. 15 years. Holmgren started it. We had Jim Moore Jr. The for culture. two years. But. It's general managers, owners, and all that stuff yep. that make it right. But yeah, I was listening to Patriot fans on, on the radio on my way back. Boo-hoo. Oh, he should have gone a long time ago. They've turned on Belichick. You turned on Belichick? Really? You spoiled rotten babies. I'd take Belichick in Chicago. Oh, well, in the think of the beat. Chicago yeah. Bears. Think of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are going to their second playoff game since I graduated from high school. That was in 1990. Come on. Your 20-year reign and you're mad now that it's over. And if over. they lose their first one? I don't know about this Campbell. Yeah, it's Belichick's, <laughs> it's Belichick's first, you know, like, little skid. He was 11-5 and five the year they didn't have Brady. They were a really good football team. Mac Jones, first year, they were 9-7. and seven. Playoffs. Get out of here with your Bill Belichick should have gone two years ago. Is he a good general manager? Probably not. But he's a hell of a coach, and that's a fact. And there's, you just don't have that kind of success. I hate him. This is what Dave Pratt will never do. He hates me. But he'll never give credit for somebody doing something for 20 years and, and getting the job done. You just eventually have to go, I might hate him, but he's, he's clearly great at what he's doing. Bill Belichick's that. And Cardinal fans have got to sit back. I would kill. I'd take 20. Tell me this right now. Cardinal fans, think about it. I'll give you a 20-year run with a coach where you get to 10 Super Bowls and win six of them. You, will you, you, will you tolerate him staying too long? If I told you that was next. Stay as long as you want, yeah, you, you get to stick around until all the food's gone. Uh, you can stay till you're 90. It's like we're not, the owners of the Bears should... Uh, it's Mrs. Hallis that yeah. won't die. That's one now. The same thing with the Lions. Before uh, the lady that ran that place, she had to die, Mrs. Ford, for them to actually go, okay, we can breathe and actually put somebody in there that isn't going to get in the way. Think about kids in Boston that were, you know, 16, 17, and 2000. Think about the run that They're they've 40. had. 40! I know. And think about the and run they've had. Never once did they feel like this sucks. Ever. Like, never once did they have a bad season. Ever. They had seasons they were disappointed that they didn't get to the Super Bowl. And by the way, 16 AFC championship games. You crushed Peyton Manning for the most part. Get the You crushed everybody else in the division. And you're listening. Well, your division was crap. You're but. talking to a guy who absolutely hates Bill Belichick. And I can't tolerate people saying, well, I should have been out of here a long time ago. Oh, my God. 
You're he's, he's he's sports I, idiot. I, mean, I feel bad for him because he's, uh, you know, yeah, he should have just, uh, you know, a couple years ago would have been on yeah. top. I liked saying that as a hater of his during the season, but when the when the when it's all over, you just everybody just gets up. It's yeah. you know, it's the movie where the, your enemy does the slow clap. Like we see it, Mary. Right, you're finally gone. You pile of. Shit. You've been in my way for two decades plus. Thank Even, you. I'm thrilled he's walking away, but you can't yeah. say. It, it, look, if he and he's got the what number three or four pick next year, he's going to get a quarterback. Three. I'm glad he's leaving because God forbid this this still has that saying that element. He's going to get just empire. He's a football a be- coach, a builder. Nick Saban made everybody happy yesterday in Alabama. Alabama's the only one was like, why is he doing this? The rest of that whole conference went, oh, thank God. Thank God, because no matter what, maybe they're not as good as they were, but thank God. I think Saban saw the writing on the wall. Got this giant conference. We're going to have everybody joining it. I also think that there's something between Belichick and Saban that they go, let's go to the Redskins together. Did you watch that show with them? (laughs) Oh, they're best friends. That was a fantastic documentary with both of them breaking down football. Bill Belichick didn't just suddenly forget how to coach football because Tom Brady went away. No, look at his defense this year. It doesn't. Yeah, his defense was great, but he, he didn't. He just did. Ah, sports fans are so dumb. They were so really dumb. saying the, the the issue was when you think you're good enough as a coach that you can have Matt Patricia as your <laughs> offensive coordinator right. calling plays. Right. He he relied on that a little heavily, but he got rid of him immediately, yeah. and it's one of his best friends. Like you didn't uh, didn't work out here, Matt. We're gonna have to send you somewhere else. And they did. So I, Make for one. I will tip my cap to Bill Belichick and thank the Patriots because the last thing I want is that dude's brain on top of a quarterback that is valuable. Hey, coach cut off sleeves can have his pick of jobs around. Not one single coach in football, not one, can survive bad quarterback play. No. Not one. Look at your team. Zero. Look at I, my team. Jesus. I mean, we're in the playoffs and we've been scrambling. Mm-hmm. And it isn't that it was Mitch Trubisky that was horrible. Kenny was okay, still growing. And then Mason Rudolph just shows up and starts managing the game. It was good. But are, are, is that a Super Bowl team? Something drastically has to change in the next day for the Steelers to be a Super Bowl team. I told you when Seahawks played the Steelers, I didn't want to see my team in the playoffs. No. I don't want to see a bad loss in the playoffs. Oh, it man. doesn't signify a, a good season. Trust me, me, it worries me. Because <laughs> we're, again, well, you we're You got T.J. Watt out, oh, too. I, I get... I get so upset with the Steeler fans. Like, Coach Tom, it's time to go. I'm like, dude, we're not getting a better coach than that. Anyway. John, it's kind of strange. All these coaches are leaving right after Epstein's list and starts getting the released. Other thing. <laughs> that's the other thing. I was going to bring that up, too, is that it's awfully weird that we're about to get, you know, Aaron Rodgers is on there. I was talking about that yesterday with a friend of mine on text. I'm like, hmm, the island list. It seems like these guys are running for the hills right now. Maybe. But it is, you know. It is a gigantic, a seismic shift in sports power to see Belichick, Saban, and Carroll go on the same day. This guy doesn't say what team he's a fan of, but he says, John, I'd let that MFers ashes coach yeah, my team. absolutely. If you it, The Cardinals look back at the 45 coaches they've had since Belichick took over the Patriots and think to yourselves, my God, what we wouldn't give for a 20-year run like that and have a couple of off years. Most of them would give that up for a five-year run yeah. where you're making the Super Bowl every other year. It would be like handing a hungry person uh, cheese. And they're like, sorry, I'm lactose intolerant. Like, you spoiled bitch. Like, you have no idea how bad things can be. In sports, to have a run like that where you never, like, to, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Even as a... 
superpower team. It doesn't last 20 years. So, Patriot fans, you prove your weight in absolute bull every time you open your mouth. You were annoying when you had good times, and somehow or another you're annoying when you're down. When you followed Tom Brady to the Buccaneers because... Your loyalties were with him. And not, I still down like the hall. See, down the hall. Stop see it. him doing well. TB12 well. in the back of oh, his truck. Oh, Dominic still has his TB12. And like, it had the Buccaneers thing when they were winning with him. And he was. And I'm like, you can't do that. Oh, come on. I love Tom. Like, no, he abandoned you. That's like jerking off. I like off. Russ for what he did in Seattle. Yeah. Couldn't stand him but, now. But Patriot fan down there in, in Tampa is like beating off to your ex-wife with her new uh, <laughs> boyfriend in the window. Like you're the one in the window looking in going, I know I'm not part of this anymore, but I still love this. Oh, I love watching him. Uh, stop it, you weirdos. But it was a, it's a crazy run. It is. A, I mean, you look at the numbers and anybody that just, any Patriot fan that's a little bit like, thank God. Internally, maybe you'd be like, all right, it's time for a change. But you, this is Bears fan. I feel bad for you to have to listen to that. I, I could feel smart. Give me a smack. Yeah, are you kidding me? Have you, Mark Tressel? Yeah, <laughs> Eberflus, oh, Tressel. Hey, they decided to keep Eberflus. That mess you had, that mess you had a couple of years prior to Eberflus. The Bears are looking at the Patriots fans. You're, are, are you complaining because you had two bad seasons? <laughs> are, are, what? You're in the top ten in the draft for the first time in. 25 years? When yeah. Lovey Smith is what we hang our head on. It's like, come on. Lovey Smith was what you had best. Yeah. Well, at least he got you a Super Bowl, right? But two, again, two a Super Bowl. Yeah, they, it's crazy talk. They but had it no was chance a, there either. It was Max a, Grossman. <laughs> it's wild, it's wild that, uh, that football is going to change that much, that some of those names are going. Because that is a, that is a, that's an era that just ends. And it is also, uh, other than Pete Carroll, who I think is kind of, uh, Cardinal fans hate him. It is kind of... Uh, hate away, Cardinals. The most hated people in coaching, maybe, ever. I don't know that anybody's hated Belichick and hated Saban quite the way they're hated. Yeah. Outside of their communities of, you know, the bubble of patriotism in Alabama. But Saban, down in Miami, got away with murder when he came over and realized, I'm not that good at coaching the pros. <laughs> And he just walked hey, away in the middle of the year. Carroll got away with all kinds of and things. And Pete Carroll USC, did, too. Well, Pete Carroll walked away right after, well, yep. this place is about to collapse. Yep. I'm not going to coach here anymore. Just He was just 14 years ahead of his time before NIL. Yeah. Well, yeah, well everyone was paying yeah, their players and doing that. But he was the one that recognized. Before official NIL, I should The say. sanctions, yeah. uh, we're going to crush USC, and he walked away. Ah, football talk. I love it. But, man, leave it to Bill Belichick also to steal the headlines during the playoffs. Uh, but we're not in the playoffs, so I'm going to get my name in the paper anyway. But probably going to quit my job here, have a big stink about that, and then right before the Super Bowl, I'm going to announce where I coach next. It's going to take up acting. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to be Iron Man anymore, so <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Join in the Marvel Marvel Universe. <laughs> we're we're on to the Marvel Universe movies. I'm, I'm Iron Man. Belichick and Nick Cage in a buddy flick? Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to go get him, little girl. I don't know why we have to rush so much. Uh, can't we come up with a plan? He's just so smooth. Be a little bit more prepared <laughs> rather than this helter-skelter fashion in which you want to run around and stop that guy. Now. We're on to the next one. It doesn't make sense. We're on to the next one. Jim Cross <laughs> could do a podcast together. Can you imagine oh, that? Belichick and oh. Cross talking sports. Oh, awesome. my God. Everything would end with that, too. 
That's all I have to say about that, Jim Cross. Get him so, in the uh, booth and have him throw it down to Cross on the field. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of uh, Belichick and Cross. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> Jim, do you have anything to add? No, not really. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a it's a it's a tough time for sports because that is those are epic monument Mount Rushmore heads that are deciding to step away from the mountain, and that's pretty amazing. And potentially you're going to have uh, Gruden back. There's rumors. It's soap opera. The whole thing's WWE. The whole NFL is WWE. All of it. I mean, they don't they don't time these announcements uh, haphazardly. Everything comes out when it's like oh. Uh, you know, there's only, what, 14 teams left. That uh, means half the audience isn't paying attention anymore. Give them a reason to watch the NFL Network and click on their page and everything. So now you, you lose Carroll, you lose Belichick, same days. you got all these openings. But those are huge openings. You always Big have ones. coaching openings. That's massive. That's why I, I was I was okay with the announcement with the Seahawks yesterday because as a Seahawks fan, you get arrogant. You think that your team is the best yeah. team out there with an opening. You're going to take I got no quarterback. the Titans over – well, the draft is coming up. So. That's what I'm saying. You got no quarterback. Yeah. Right now, a coach would be like, well, what are we going to do? What's the plan? Yeah. The Titans actually have a young quarterback you can get a little bit excited about. A little bit. They're not going to find a better coach than Vrabel, though. That was a mistake. I agree there. But Vrabel's going to be the coach you talk of the about, you, you talk about WWE setups. Doesn't him. that, doesn't that line up just right? Vrabel to go back to the Patriots? Yeah. It's, 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 again, it's all choreographed. Right. None of this stuff is like accidental. And this the, the Washington Commanders uh, being the rumored landing spot for Belichick is is symbiotic with the way Vince Lombardi ended his career. He wasn't the Packers coach then. He coached the Redskins the last year or two. Then he got cancer and died. The Redskins. We used to call them that. It's okay. Back in my day. Yeah. John Riggins wasn't a commander. No. Joe Theismann had an Indian on his head. If we all act like it didn't happen, we look like fools. It was the Redskins. Art Monk. They were all Redskins. Charlie Brown. They were all Redskins. Not anymore. They're called the Commanders now. Just like I always think back of, and nobody thinks of this, but the Washington Bullets, which I still think is the funniest name change in sports history. Everybody in Washington was shooting each other and like, maybe it's the basketball team's name. But I love their logo. The two L's were hands. <laughs> yeah, hands up. <laughs> hands up. The, the Bullets were like, ah! Their uniforms screamed crime. But they didn't know how to stop it in the streets. They're like, just change the name of the goddamn basketball team. And, see. and then they, I remember on ESPN that... Gun crime in D.C. fell yeah. when they changed to the Wizards, and they took some credit for that. I'm like, that's not why. <laughs> the guys with the guns were winning. There was nobody else left to shoot. Change the name from, from that to that'll That'll stop all the shootings in D.C. No, it won't. But they're the Wizards now. They couldn't come up with a dumber name. That's a Grand Theft Auto basketball team name and logo. <laughs> The Washington Wizards sounds like uh, when a movie doesn't have rights to the NBA team name, so they make one up. Or a video game. It's like, I play for the Wizards. I was like, just, no. But yeah, that's that was the stupidest one. The second stupidest one was Redskins to Commanders. Because that was just like, oh, well, there right. was the football team in the middle. The Washington three, football club. Three names. Yeah. Well, Indians to Guardians, too. It's stupid. Because that'll stop, you know, big have to keep the Ians in there. Hey, I still call them, I, I still call them what they were. I, I'm old school. You, the Wahoos? <laughs> the Wahoos. <laughs> That's Brett's old thing. I call them the Cleveland wagon burners because that's what they was. <laughs> right. It doesn't stop people from. I think about it every time. I'm like, oh, yeah, the White Sox are playing the Cleveland Guardians because I almost say Indians every time. 
That's anytime they change the name, like, you know, Piestawa Peak and all that kind yeah, of I stuff. Still, Everybody's and, been here knows it, what it is. They still have a few Your, your yeah. famous hill out in Mesa. Spook Hill will know. <laughs> I got a I postcard from a guy over the holiday. I said, give this to Brett. He collects postcards. And it's, and it's for whatever reason, a postcard of Spook Hill. Like, that would draw oh, tourists. You didn't bring it in? No, I have it at home. Okay, good. It to you. But I'm like, that's Hanging not a wall. tourist thing. Like, nobody's going to go to Mesa. We're going to go see Spook Hill. And when you get there, you're like... The bike jump, the bluff. <laughs> but yeah, I was. Uh, I couldn't believe it. every time I, you know, kind of turn around yesterday, another guy was quitting. And I think that Belichick will announce his next stop somewhere during Super Bowl week, because deep down, Bill Belichick, as cool as he is, is a whore for attention, a whore for it, and he's subtle. Remember when he did the draft during COVID, and it was at his house, yep. and everybody else had those, and then he's there in his kitchen, and his dog is sitting at the computer. <laughs> He didn't want to be part of it, but it was his way of getting all the attention, and he Fantastic. always knows how. He's going to hijack the news during the Super Bowl and announce where he's going next. What, you wouldn't let Bus make a pick for the Steelers? No, I'd want to be there doing my job like diligently in my kitchen going, i got to get this right. And Belichick's get like, out of here, Bus. Don't worry about it. Hey, Daisy, sit in my chair for a little while. People will eat this alive. We've already got our pick made. So, yeah, I, again, I hated him. Hated him. Still hate him. Still think he's the world's biggest cheat in well, football history. But there's no arguing 20 years out. Well, you know what? He First off, if he cheated and got caught, he managed to s- slick out of it. And then he went off and did it again. And people are like, well, what's he cheating with? The footballs were deflated, everything. Always surrounded in controversy. A couple of big fines. Constantly uh, had smoke around wherever they couldn't find fire. Uh, so after a while, you just have to go, you know what? I admire him for all of it. Yep, he gamed the system, got caught, and then they threw it away. Because Brett's people would have killed Beautiful thing. everyone. Had the NFL said, yeah, the whole thing was rigged because Belichick cheated the system for six years. All of Las Vegas and everyone that looks a little like Brett with their dry cleaning and a banged up car would have driven over to Roger Goodell's house and killed him. Because you're talking about billions and billions of gambling dollars, and when you found out, you saw it like when they had when you are, when you don't report someone on your injury report on Wednesday. Yeah, the only reason that's a thing is because of gambling. That's it. Nobody cares if you know you're tight. If DK Metcalf's hamstring's still tight, yep. except gamblers. Yep. If he's questionable or on the list is in or out, that's the only reason they have an injury report that's public. For gambling. And had we known what Belichick was doing in the early 2000s, the gamblers would have said, uh-oh, he's got the tapes. The spread would have been 20 points. You wouldn't have, like you wouldn't have figured out like why, but he knows something we don't. And then you wonder if, they, if that injury report is really worth anything at all because DK was on that report sure. the game, the, against the Dallas game where he was the fastest touchdown yeah. in the league. In the history of it, right. And he got better. Quickly. But if you don't report somebody on an injury report, and then that's they sh- the thing, I think they just show throw up everybody hurt. on there. If they show up, they don't though. They're not allowed to do that either. You have to if you start doing post that, it. they have to. Yeah, if you don't post it, you're in big trouble. And it's for gambling. Look at when uh, Joe Burrow came in with that. Yeah, that's right. Cast. When he had the cast on, like you didn't report him as yep. as that. And if you don't do that, the gamblers have to know this stuff. Belichick got away with that. Belichick got away with the deflated football talk. Tom Brady got away with the deflated football talk. Something was going on there too. Was it a big deal? Don't know. But they were up to something. They always were. Tom or uh, Tony Dungy and Peyton Manning have a great conversation 
on, uh, I forget what it was, an interview or whatever, about playing at Gillette Stadium. And they never had a meeting together that meant something anywhere but in the hallway outside the locker room in Gillette Stadium as the visitor because they thought the place was bugged. They're like, they always know our language. It's not that they know our plays. They know our language. We will put in new words that we only did five days ago, and they'll know it, and we don't know how. So every time Peyton said Tony and I had to have a talk, we did it in a hallway during halftime. We did it in a quiet space, just the two of us. We would not do it in the locker room. We assumed everything was bugged. And then they asked him, anywhere else? Nope. The Pittsburgh Steelers played the AFC Championship game in Gillette Stadium, and for a quarter and a half, their entire electronic system was only able to get the radio broadcast of the game from the Patriots' AM station. By the time it got sorted out, when they said, let's shut off, because you have to shut off the other team's team, by the time they figured out, we're only getting this radio call. We're not getting. We can't get signals from the booth. We're doing everything. Now we're scrambling. <laughs> they were losing, and Belichick's like, "Yeah, we'll turn our radios off now." You got it. And the second the Patriots had to turn theirs off, the Steelers got fixed. Were they a better team? We'll never know. I don't see a problem. Were they better chess players? The Patriots most definitely were. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, exactly. And if it was my team doing it, I'd have come up with all the excuses going, hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. electronics are sketchy. You never know. Those aren't our footballs. Yep. They... <laughs> I laugh every time I hear them talk about the uh, football bags during the uh, games. Like they have 10 each. Yep. The allotted. And it's raining. Everybody's got to agree to certain things yep. because of the Patriots. Yep. So he changed the game in a bunch of different ways. But after that, everybody would take that. Congratulations, Patriot fans. Now shut your mouths. Don't start complaining that it should have been over years ago. Should have left when Tommy left. Oh, shut up. I didn't hear you saying that when you were 9-7. and seven. Holding and, hands together. Yeah, and Mac Jones is in the playoffs. You're like, he's doing it again. Then it all kind of fell apart. They don't have any talent on that team right now. And that's a little bit his fault. But he didn't forget how to coach football. Period. End of story. Yeah, talent evaluation isn't great. No, That's you, why I always picked up free agents right. on the cheap. And eventually your team's going to have to suck a little bit. It has to happen. You have to rebuild. Tell me about it. The yeah. entire 90s for my yes. team. Yes. Kelly Stoffer as a coach. Rick I as a Steeler Meyer fan, as a coach. I as a Steeler as a fan have not uh, really gone through it. I know. But that's because we, but we also can't rebuild to Super Bowl status because we're always, always in the middle. Drafting high. Yep. Football. And that was, that's been the argument on Seattle Sports Radio lately, too, is that They've been too good over the last decade that they aren't drafting high enough. Right. Well, that's you, you, except for the rust trades. The you know. design of the league: yeah. the better you are, yep. the less talent you can get right away, and then later on, that's going to catch up with. My you. only argument to that is: yeah, the Patriots are what they are now, but they were able to draft at thirty plus for twenty years yeah. and, and still, still had, win. and still won. Yeah. yeah, everybody can eat it. I hate Bill Belichick. I hope he does go coach somewhere else, and it's embarrassing. But, Me too. I want to Schadenfreude. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah, to watch it just all cave in around him would be awesome. But it still doesn't erase what he's done. Ask the Bears. You'd take him right now. Oh, in heartbeat. Fire the whole staff. Yep. Bill Belichick would be your coach. John, don't talk to me about team name changes. My hometown has the Mets double-A team. The Binghamton Mets. No, no. For some reason, they just changed, and now they're the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. <laughs> That's a great hat, though. That's up there with Gilbert Goons. <laughs> the Rumble Ponies. Rumble Ponies. 
Sounds like a gay bar. Something in Binghamton that... Come on down to Rumble Ponies. <laughs> Rumble Ponies. Pony two for one body shots. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but football is always on my brain when it comes to this. And it's good stories. But yeah, Patriot fan, no one wants to hear from you. Just shut your mouth. Take your giant trophies and walk away. Jackasses. <laughs> Complaints. Can't believe it. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? All right. Wake Up Song, of course, brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Head on in there right now because they are getting more snow up north and snowboard and ski season is upon us. Got all the gear you want to buy? If you're not sure you want to buy, they, they'll, they'll rent you all the gear to get your ass up there. Or if you don't want to go up north and you just want to hit the trails, full line get your of ass up Pivot, there. Santa Cruz, and Kona's Royals Rocky Mountain Bikes and the best wrenches in town. Get your so ass, get up, your ass up there. Yeah. Get your ass to Action Ride Shop. Just get your ass somewhere. ActionRideShop.com. And go visit the guys on Gilbert Road and Southern. Oh, no. This one just came in for you, Brett. What? You got to play Spook City for by the Misfits. Everybody gets Brett. crazy about Spook Hill. Everybody loses their mind over I'll that. put that on the list. Devin just emailed me and said, John, you're such a racist. Saying Vrabel is the new coach of New England doesn't go through the proper process with the interview of people of color before they hire an actual coach. The uh, Rooney uh, Rules. The Rooney Rules got to go. Everybody kind of knows Vrabel's going to be. Although they did say Gerard Mayo might be the next coach because Belichick loves yeah. him. So we'll see. Uh, on the list, Deftones, Pantera, Avenged, Chimera, Falling in Reverse, Alice in Chains, Methods of Mayhem, Crash from oh, me yesterday, Terror, Hard Lessons for the Kid Who Rear-Ended Me, <laughs> Dropkick Murphy, Shipping Up to Boston for Belichick, uh, Eskimo Cowboy, Corey Taylor, and Dope. A little terror for your yeah, accent. Right. Right. Yeah. That might have been running through your head. Brett gets in the oh. accident yesterday. What was playing on the radio, do you know? Do you have anything know. going? I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I I kid you not, this is going to sound like this is going to be a setup. I, my had my uh, my phone on shuffle, yeah. and Benny Mardonis was on. I was just gonna I, say, I, that. I swear to God, what it was on when I got got nailed into the night. Yeah, were you singing? Uh, no, it was it was on. in the instrumental part. It was oh, like right at the, the intro. He's just sick. that's yeah, about what it was. Still yeah. about that. All right, yeah, it sounds like I'm making it up, but that, that I do remember that. Interesting. <laughs> Damn, I like it. That scene, that's the thing you think about. If the accident was worse and you were out cold, and then they pry you out of the car and that's playing. Oh. <laughs> All right, pick up it. Chomo here and get him out of here. Get the child molester out of the car. <laughs> Did you hear what he was listening to in there? I switched it right away. Yeah. <laughs> I must smack. All right. Uh, start uh, terror song now. Oh, if your car had a black box, oh. they go to inspect that? Man. Here's the last five songs he was listening to before he plunged <laughs> off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> There's a lot of Kim Petras. My God, yeah, that Brett. <laughs> Sopranos theme three times in a row. Michael McDonald and Benny. Michael Mar- McDonald, Benny Mardonis. Clearly, the man was masturbating to thoughts of kids. <laughs> That's why he wrecked. That's this case is closed. Uh, it's hard lessons for that young man. Don't hit your. Uh, you never know who you're going to rear in. But it might be a, a you know kid with a button. A guy who oh, I'm, I'm made. He's got a little, a little scar on his hand. You just got to keep your eyes open. It's hard lessons. It's terror. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right, there. Uh, it's Godsmack. <laughs> Straight on. And that's what Bill Belichick about. said. And, yeah, all right, that's enough. That's enough of you guys. <laughs> enough of that nonsense. See you at the game. 
Uh, it is uh, seven thirty nine. We got ourselves a Brady report standing right in front of us, looking right at us, and it uh, it wants to yell at you mainly uh, because you can't go north right now. Looking out at this uh, weather window I've got in front of me, whoa, those are dark clouds out there. So I'm guessing the north is going to get destroyed again. They're going to get some. You see serious what, what snow. ABC fifteen calls it? No, a weather action day. Oh yeah, no, Thursday's yeah. a weather action day. Channel 3's first alert. Nice. I've all got a new thing. Jesus. It's first alert. We get your first alert, Rain. That's your job. And it's yeah. a tenth of an inch. It's not. Even, we're not even going to get hammered right. down there. But I turn to you for the alerts. Like, yeah. you know, if I'm watching you, don't tell me it's the first alert. Just tell me. It Flag is. Steps, 22 and snowing rain. Yep. So, yeah. Action Ride Shop. Open up early. Don't drive up there today, but head up later, maybe tomorrow, and you're going to have some fun. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters. And uh, you got uh, basketball, you got hockey going on right now, you got football playoffs, and you can watch all that stuff right there at Hooters. They got TVs all over, and they're always uh, on with sports, unless your name is Kevin Van Hecke, who emails and says, <laughs> I hear enough sports on the news. I-, I listen to you get entertained. I don't want sports. I want you guys to talk about something else. We like sports. You know why? We're, we're guys, we're, we're men. men, we're men, we're men who like to talk sports. So you don't have to go to Hooters for, uh, well, there'd be no reason for this guy to go to Hooters at all. There's yeah. hot girls there and sports on TV. He hates those Would you things. say his name was Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Kevin, you can listen to yesterday's podcast where we talked about pubic maintenance. That's right. And grandma. Yeah. Enjoy that one. That's right. Yuck. Sports and hot girls at Hooters. Not interested. Well, the rest of us are. Uh, so go on and watch all that stuff and get the great drink specials and the wings and all the other oh. good things. Only at Hooters and say... Thanks, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Brett Happy. Just, did you see that Brett just hit the floor watching one of the videos he's got coming up? Oh, so is that what that uh, actually brace was? Yourself. I thought you'd said something. I brace mean. yourself. Sorry. No, go Oh, ahead. no. Hey, and Frank will be here for it. Yeah. And love it. Happy National Milk Day. Thanks for giving the milk bagler. Worst producer in the world. He's a surprise. <laughs> surprise! Idiot. <laughs> couple of basis fun facts yep dogs can see blue and yellows but not reds and greens that makes the uh their red color color blindness similar to about eight percent of men and a half a percent of women interesting trifecta for brett apparently i know he's not gonna the videos are bad today Jimi hendrix was paid the most at woodstock of any artist what do you think he got Oh man, there are four thousand. Tell you this: the band that uh, made the least was a band called Quill. They were paid three hundred and seventy-five dollars. I'll say Jimmy made five grand. I'll say fifty. No, I'll say fifty thousand dollars. Oh, it's thousand, thousand dollars. You're low. Yeah. You're way high. Yeah. It's right in between there, eighteen thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot for nineteen sixty-eight or nine or whatever that was. That's true. But it's Jimmy. And he didn't play till like what nine in the morning yeah. on the last day. Yeah, and he was I mean, a morning act. Yeah. What a what a uh, wool over the eyes event in American history. That pile of <laughs> is the worst thing visually. I've never once looked at a video of Woodstock and thought, "Man, I wish I was there." Mud, <laughs> either Woodstock, pubic hair. The other Woodstock looks oh, fun. I don't know that about that. the fiery fire. one. That one yeah. had fire. That one compared that. to hippie For a Woodstock. Of days. <laughs> Look, I'd have fit into a fire Woodstock. Hippie Woodstock, I'd have been the worst person in the world. Gross people doing it and raping each other. Babies getting born. That's a celebration when they talk about Woodstock. There were babies born out of love. I'm like, 
Live, feces. Live birth is something you're trying to sell me as a good thing? No. That's sunrise right now. Sunrise getting pounded. Yeah, I know. I, Woodstock is, a, is disgusting. We should look at it as a, the end of, of uh, you know, civilized humanity in America because it all changed after Woodstock to where, you know, people, women started working. I mean, Woodstock ruined everything. There were only 15 runners in the first Boston Marathon in 1897. Ten of them finished. The guy who won the race ran it in two hours and 55 minutes, which is about 50 minutes slower than the guy who won it last year. Was it was it 26 miles back then? I don't know. Marathon's why be, always yeah. been 26 miles. Always? Yeah. Yep. It started because of a, a marathon a, a race. Yeah, in Greece and Marathon. Oh, the guy had to run 26.2 26. miles to deliver the info. <clears throat> Uh, California lawmakers who want to ban tackle football for kids under the age of 12 to reduce brain injuries gained some ground Wednesday. It's in uh, stage two. It's past the second stage, so it'll... NGFFL. I don't see... And it's there to promote... uh, You're right, the flag football thing is uh, really big. Go back to the day I said it here. The reason they're promoting flag football so hard is because that's the future and they know it. They just have to kind of ease us in. I don't necessarily disagree that tackle football for kids under 12 isn't it isn't a great thing. No, I, I totally Cuz when I It's uh, expensive. Well, beyond that, <laughs> that's Brady's main complaint. <laughs> but the yeah. uh sports <laughs> but I'm, in general Brady is expensive. I was a little guy in Pop Warner. I was tiny. I did not have any size at all until I was like 17 and hopping in those Your pads stick. They didn't care about your weight. They cared about your age. And so when I was 10, 11 years old, I was in there with guys who had developed a little faster than me. And, you know, I was probably not supposed to be in a couple of those games, in a couple of those situations. And there were some other kids that were getting blown up, knees getting exploded at age 10. I think it was sloppy. So giving them the basics of football by the time they're 12, that seems about right. I'd say 10 more than 12. But Mark Stebbings, my my best friend, six feet tall, 160 pounds when he was 12. I was like 5'3", barely cracking 100, and we'd have been on the same thing. And that's just, that's different when you guys are, when it's that gangly and awkward, when it's not like precision sport. I was a four-foot defensive end. Right, I mean, right. seal on that end. Right. You were hard to move because there was a guy across from you that was me. Playing O line at a hundred pounds, you just fill a spot. There's no like real skill involved, so a lot of people get hurt. And plus, parents are like, "You're gonna play football," and the best way to get hurt playing football is not really wanting to play. So you put in half an effort. Next thing you know, your elbow's facing the wrong way. At least three people were taken to the hospital after mistakenly eating pods of laundry detergent. Idiots! They were given away as part of a campaign in Taiwan's presidential race. It was the final drop-off before the election. They were going door-to-door, dropping off the uh, pods no. of laundry. And two of the three, uh, one was an 80-year-old man, the other was an 86-year-old woman. And they ate and it? It's, yeah, they ate it. The one lady thought it was candy. Um, and it says right on the packet, this Good. is uh, designed for laundry. And Yeah. It does look delicious, I'll be honest. It's a beautiful blue swirl. Really? You no, I'm candy? saying it's like it's not delicious, Toledo. It's called sarcasm. 460,000 pods were handed out. Yeah, R.I.P. to Fruit Stripe Gum. I saw that. 
I can't remember the last time I had any of that. It was a good run, 1969 to 2024. Seven seconds per per stick. <laughs> you get seven or... Um, um, I remember the flavor. Has no yeah, flavor. Yeah. It's gone. They said uh, it runs around 55 seconds. If you're flavor. slow chewing it. Yeah. You put seven good bites on that, you've got nothing left. But it was a good flavor. And the pack smelled yeah, out of the right out of the punch. Oh, it was just... I could smell the gum more than chew it. Chewing it was pointless. I didn't know it came in uh, five flavors. Yellow, green, pink, red, and... Wet and wild melon, cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. There was also, briefly, a chocolate flavor back in the 70s. Oh, that sounds terrible. That's right. That skin-colored one was peach. I avoided that. Yeah. When you peeled it out because of the fruit strike gum, every different... Stick was a different flavor, so you'd pull the peach ones. I always threw away. I didn't know they were peach; they just were the color of my skin. And of course, the remaining stock is uh, selling on eBay for crazy prices right now. I haven't checked it. Yeah. Oh, check the zebra mascot had a name. Never knew this either. I don't know it. Yipes. Huh. And the slogan was uh, "Yipes Stripes." Ah. Here's a rainbow. Uh, it once was a clue on Jeopardy. A rainbow zebra. Might right hit all the colors. Yeah. yeah. Hundred bucks for a twelve pack of that gum right now on eBay. That's dumb. Take advantage while you can. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't need it. Don't 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 spend a penny on. No 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 no. The guy that's selling it. I oh guess. yeah, I guess. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant buy it. No, like, no, that's no. a terrible <laughs> advice. No no. Stuff's going to be worth exactly 10 cents. I was just going to say, why are you go to Trajan? You can just right. go to Toledo for <laughs> right. advice yeah. with this. Trajan, Trajan just closed their doors because Toledo's <laughs> sound advice of, go grab yourself a bunch of fruit stripe. That's called Easy Street, my friend. <laughs> Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen is giving away free wings if a team with wings wins the Super Bowl. So there's two remaining. The Ravens and the Eagles, but they also are throwing in the Bills because of the oh, Buffalo Wings. Got it. Yeah. If one of those teams wins the Super Bowl on February 11th, customers can snag a free six-piece order of wings with any purchase two days after the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, it has to be two days after yeah. or fr- after two days they'll get it all together. Yeah. But you, that one specific day is the only day you can get it. Yeah, which is uh, February 13th, which is also Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Ah. And McDonald's fans will be excited about this. They're bringing back the double Big Mac. <laughs> Four patties. Oh, You're excited God. about it. <laughs> I'm just going to say. <laughs> it debuted in March uh, 10th in 2020. People who hate their cholesterol and hearts will love this idea. <laughs> I've never liked you, Hart, and you've never liked me. We're going to the drive-thru. They also rolled out the uh, Little Mac, too, back in March of 2020. Which is one patty. Had one patty, yeah. There's a picture of your... You uh, said that like it was Hiroshima. (laughs) one patty. Which is stupid. That's an awful lot of meat. The McDonald's double patties. Too much. It's two double cheeseburgers on top of each other. With a special sauce. No, I understand yeah, what else. Yeah, yeah. don't forget it's that. Jesus. Wow. You just insulted the yeah. man. Well, there's more than just what he said. That's where I'll be There it is. I was Those like, people, I was say so. they work hard. Acknowledge every step. Prick. Do all beef, patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, honest, sesame seed bun. Throw the bun away. 
<laughs> and what's all this lettuce doing on my meat and cheese? You eschewing carbs? Yeah. Fiber. No, I eat those on the side. That's oh, a gotcha. side dish. Gotcha. You start with bread, then you crush the cheese. <laughs> you throw the salad away. Pickles? Pfft. Yuck. You've never eaten a pickle? Not a rabbit. No man. <laughs> Love the pickles. All right. I'm just playing around. What's with you guys in the goddamn third degree on every character today? <laughs> That's inaccurate, what you said. Inaccuracy. So untrue. Uh, we heard about the guy that uh, came into Taco Bell the other day upset because he put his tacos in the microwave and it was in the aluminum wrapper. And he basically slapped the worker at Wendy's because he wanted them to pay for the microwave and replace his Taco Supremes. Got a guy that came into a Subway. Wait, he hit someone at Wendy's over Taco Supremes? He slapped the worker at uh, Taco Bell. Oh, you said Wendy's. I was like, wait a second. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it was Taco Bell. Okay. That's when I Sorry. got confused with Wendy's. How got him dare you, well, sir? We did mention burgers. He's got his <laughs> mind on some. And fruit stripe gum was probably... The way to kick that off was an abomination. Talking about all that fruit, I got to get back on track. Alberto De Barros, he's 54 years old. He rolled into a subway, ordered up his foot-long sub, and became really upset when the sub was not cut. Oh. And he threw it at the worker. Sure. There. <laughs> he was arrested. It happens. We got fast food rage happening more often. It seems like it. Yeah, that's right. And the Gilbert goons are a problem. There's going to be a council. <laughs> there's no such thing as... council meeting in the Stewart, Florida. Yeah, there's no such thing as fast food rage. There's just assholes who act like assholes. We have asshole rage. That's the problem. Everybody wants to blame where they are. It's the person. If a dude in the parking lot of... Uh, it's trending. No, look. If a guy at Pep Boys chucks a bunch of uh, automotive stuff at a window, it's not a Pep Boys rage. It's a dude raging at Pep Boys. It's not a Pep Boys problem. You chuck a Subway sandwich at the Subway guy, you're just an asshole who happens to be at Subway. That was going to happen at Jersey Mike's. It was going to happen anywhere. It's funny you mention that because the guy was in Pep Boys before he went to Subway. <laughs> That's right. And they messed up his orders. It happens. And he threw a sub at him. Now you got Subway rage. We have to start uh, making everyone responsible for their actions and stop blaming their location. It's the Subway's fault. They didn't cut a sandwich. No, it's an asshole that can't adapt to an uncut sub. He's supposed to cut it. You don't chuck it at someone. You just go, can you cut this? And it's over. There's a 64-year-old grandmother in Massachusetts. Her name's Roxette Doucette. <laughs> Roxanne Doucette. And uh, she tried to poison her husband because she uh, had a new man um, in her life. And it was a soap opera star. Ooh. Thorsten K. from The Bold and the Beautiful. Thorsten? Wow. Thorsten K. Apparently, feeling she was fascinated. Some scammer was texting Roxanne, pretending to be Thorsten. She believed it was real, partially because she was a diehard fan of the bold and beautiful. One message from Thorsten said, "You have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much." Here we go. Roxanne said she uh, needed to do something. That's when she hatched a plan, making an amazing soup. She was going to kill him. Yeah. He'll be hungry when he gets back. Thorsten helped her out. and Hubby got back not feeling well. Then maybe I can collect the uh, life What'd insurance. What did she put on it? What she put in the soup? Um, you don't know. It doesn't say the poison. 
but it was poison. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Sometimes it happens with soup. <laughs> Roxanne's husband had a medical event, and she was the one who called nine one one. He's recovered. He's wow. fine. Um, it didn't take long for the police to zero in on Roxanne. She's been charged with attempted murder. Holy cow. Along with resisting arrest and assault on a well, cop. What's the bold and the beautiful guy's name? Thorsten K. Is it the character or is that the actor? Because um, that sounds like a character name. It does. It does, but it says the real Thorsten K hasn't commented but on the whole it's thing. It's easy to look up. We looked that up, right? It's, it's Thorsten K as a character or an actor's name. No one watches the bold and the beautiful. Well, here's so. Thorsten. So that's Thorsten K. That's a real guy. That's yeah. him, yeah. Let's see okay. if we... Uh... So he's a German-British actor. The character's name can't be better than Thorsten K. What is his What is his name on Bold and Beautiful? Oh, look at her. Oh, she's she looks British like Ozzy. Yeah. She was brought in. Okay, he plays Patrick Thornhart on One Life to Live. It is Ozzy. Like, yeah. <laughs> she does look like him. <laughs> I went online just checking things out, and I fell in love with a man from Bold and Beautiful, and he told me to kill Sharon. So I tried. She's got Ozzy's glasses. Good-looking dude. <laughs> He is a handsome man. Yeah. Scooch over there to his Wikipedia again where you had it. All right. Oh, boy. We got a lot of clicking. It. It. It's over there. He played uh, Dr. Pa- Patrick Thornhart on One Life to Live and Ian Thornhart on Port Charles. Ridge Forrester. Yeah, Ridge Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, wow. So I don't know what's a better name. That's a good porn name. Ridge, Ridge. Forrester. Well, a porn name would be Edge Forrester. Yeah. Because edging is awesome. Look it up. Thorsten K or Ridge Forrester, both better names than I'll ever have, ever. Still not Christopher Fantastic. Christopher but, Fantastic. <laughs> it's just so Broadway, though, doesn't it? Sound yeah. almost feather boa. Christopher Fantastic should be doing middays at KDKB. <laughs> it's time for another Christopher Fantastic traffic check. We just beamed out our first ever travel ad for aliens. Basically, come to this city. Yeah. The Chamber of Commerce for Earth. <laughs> and guess who got to do it? Not Paris or Tokyo. Or Iran. Brian Cranston. Lexington, Kentucky. Oh. Their tourism board is behind this, and they thought it would draw some fun attention. They got FAA approval, sent a coded bitmap image with pictures representing prime numbers and the four basic elements of life. They also included a rough image of a human and two images of horses. Because Lexington is the horse capital of the world. Also shows the uh, chemical formulas for the main molecules in bourbon. (laughs) And it has a little thing that says visit Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, it's a good spot. Great place to vacation in the bluegrass state. Um, They (laughs) pointed the signal at a solar system called TRAPPIST-1. Because we think it has a lot of planets, could sustain life. It's about 40 light years away, so any aliens out there won't get it until 2063. If they respond, we won't get it back till 2103. We'll all be dead, but will Kentucky be the same? Will the offer still stand? And those alien tourism dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to be big someday, Brett. Will we be here? I don't know. But I, for one, hope that they don't find the fear of it all, the most ravenous, angry, war uh, Hungry aliens of all time that like liquor because they'll go to Kentucky and they'll just come find it. I'll fight for them. I've got three quick radio videos. Because if you can get here, I'm not defending this place. I'm joining your team. 
Because if you have the capabilities to fly from one solar system to ours, I'm not taking out my 12-gauge and firing away. I'm joining them. They're going to win. Would you fight for uh, Earth or the aliens? Oh, the aliens. Absolutely. I want to assess it first. What are you assessing? They're here. Assessment over. See what the technology did. Assessment, again, assessment over. They're here. Yeah, there could be some deal breakers. And what? On that. Te- hold on. What Let's technical knowledge are you bringing to the assessment? Yeah. Um, a lot. <laughs> That's a good question. What? Are you and what exactly are you going to be like? Well, this boils down to two facts. Like, what are you doing? You fight for the aliens. I just want to know. You know, if I join up, yeah, with the alien army, what kind of uh, kind of food programming? Yeah. I I'll tell you exactly. You want to know you where do. your Macintosh plugs yeah. in? Here's where. <laughs> here's, if I can't find Goldblum, I'm out. Yeah. I'm with the aliens. <laughs> You're an idiot for even him and hawing over this. Because what you're going to be is a hungry slave. Yep. And that's the worst punishment you could ever imagine. So you would, you should be first in line for when the aliens come to join their side. If I'm a hungry slave, that'll take about two weeks to build a pyramid. <laughs> right. You'll get it done. I'm yeah. not saying you wouldn't be a good slave. But they're not going to feed you the way you want. He's going to do some proper vetting. He's got to make sure they're not vegetarian yeah. aliens or anything nice. like that. You know, He would spend the entire time introducing meats to them. <laughs> they're going to s- I, they're they're be some Hey, this glop is good. I tell you right now, if they're vegetarian aliens, Admiral Brady's still on the alien team. And now he's a cannibal because it's the first time he gets to taste this new meat called human that the aliens are kind of questioning. But Brady's going to run it. Come on. On the barbecue, it's not bad now that I'm one of yours, Glocknar. <laughs> Idiot. I'd have to assess the technology. They're here. <laughs> if they made it here, your assessment is yeah. moot. So you want to go in and push buttons that you have yeah. no idea what they do. I th- I've seen one of these before. My buddy Billy's got one of these. In his- no, he doesn't. Shut up. It's a <laughs> spaceship, you dumbass. Assess the technology. <laughs> I'm going to kill you first as my first human kill as a, the new alien soldier. Any idiot that stands in their house with a shotgun shooting at a spaceship. Now hang on a tick. All of you listening. Look, I know there's a lot of make America great again feelings about that, but if it went hovered over Phoenix, if you didn't join, you're the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. It's like what I always say about me being an atheist. If Jesus showed up, how stubborn am I to stick to my guns? And the same with the, but you are stubborn because I told you, like, if Allah or Vishnu just popped by and said hi, and just inalienable proof that it was Vishnu, you'd be like, no, there's still Jesus. I'd be like, you're crazy. Join up. It's part of God's plan for Vishnu to show right. up. This is a trick. I'm supposed to not fall for I've it. I've heard about you. Yeah. This eight-armed God that's standing next to that giant elephant in the parking lot? Pretty convincing. <laughs> I think I'm joining up. Again, I'll have to assess the... Uh, that's right. you're, you're the dumbest mother... <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus comes floating down, and I'm like, nah, still not real. You'd be like, John, stupid. It's not like buying Kirby a car and then right. you have to assess something. i got to take a look, kick the tires on this uh, spaceship to make sure I... Join the right side. Can we fly to their planet? No. They win. Yep. They have the technology we don't. The first radio video. <laughs> Even if they catapult here, I'm still impressed. <laughs> we catapulted all the way through space. How? We just did. and you survived the yeah. the atmospheric Giant. changes and all that. Yes. Ooh, I'm joining you guys. They're Giant tough. slingshot. I'm not going to kill you with a 12 gauge. That's crazy. But your, all those people. Space are, egg made it through? Tell you right now, I'd be out there in the wood. I'd be killing alien after alien. I've always watched those alien movies. I'm like, why are the earthlings fighting back? This is dumb. Join them. First one's a guy getting uh, taken out by a car. He's on his bike. Okay. Slammed into a wall. 
Another surveillance. Oh, geez, that car didn't even care that there was a bike in the road. Boy, oh, boy. Look at the damage on that car. Wow. It just exploded. He gets up. That biker's I still he, walking. I he's, thought yeah. he got his leg slammed. He might. I did, too. He's still walking. Brett gets Woman. out. Oh, she's running away. <laughs> and she drops. Oh, down. she's dead. Okay. Is that blood? What is that? That was kind of a five-finger death punch. She had, oh, yeah. she had five steps left in her, and she used them up. Adrenaline wow. steps. Next one's pretty. Uh, He's still hanging in. Brutal too. This guy's uh, working on the uh, dump truck. See him right there on the side, yep. underneath Standing it, next to a giant. And the dump guy, truck. I don't know. Their move is horrible. And there's cars next to it, so it's like there the, is oh, drops down. The dump truck's down. The basically no, put it back him. up. Oh, there's know. a guy inside the. In, yeah, uh, there's yeah, two of them in there. Hit the lever. I see what's going on. Oh my god! I was waiting for the other dude to get squished. The entire. Isn't Payload the lever, is on him. Isn't the yeah. lever that you lowered it with right That's there? That's what I just thought. Push Shoot. it back up. Evidently not. Or they're killing that man. I didn't see him underneath the thing. That's ow, just ow, his ow, head, ow. right? Oh. oh no! And when it lets go, it squishes all the way, right? Pretty much. Oh no! It doesn't look like yeah, he's, he's moving, moving too much, much now. A couple of leg flails, and then he's oh, done. Oh wow, that's a lot. This last one's for Brett. All right. This is a Russian chiropractor. <laughs> How he's day. treating patients. This looks like video from the 1400s. What kind of contraption is this? Oh. Well, this dude's tied to a bunch of strings and pulleys. I will explain this to you <laughs> as best I can. He's on the table with evidently his uh, wrists tied to ropes and his ankles tied to ropes. And he's, he looks comfortable. And then some guy pulls the ropes and every all four limbs, all four limbs are extended to their... He's in... What do they call that? That's the old... Uh, they did that to Braveheart. They used to do it to uh, and they would pull it yeah. so much weight, it would pull what, the arms and legs. Yeah, they used to, they used separate to them. put you up on that thing and then they The rack. The oh, rack, kind of. I don't know what it was called. To, like, hold them up? <laughs> all those, wow. and it's all tied to like 100, oh man, oh man, 100 pound weights on each uh, limb. Yeah. I'm not going to chiropractor today, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you man. see that trapeze set up? They do that at the Renaissance Fair. When when you're punished, you have all your arms tied, like, and stretched. Right, and then you're... Yeah, it's the rack. I think that's it. Yeah, that one used to crank. Because they did that yeah, to... Then you're, yeah, then you're above you. Stretch. But they'd have you on the side, and then they'd have that machine yeah. that would yeah. pull it harder and harder. And This one's a quick drop. Ooh. All right. I don't like... Are we I ready? Saw some, I don't yeah. like this. You don't? Well, I don't like the pre-gaming. Oh, no, he's got another one. No, oh, no, no. Oh, you're no, talking no, about no, Brett. Yeah, All right, yeah. I didn't like that Brett was almost to throw up when he was <laughs> I mean, it's previewing. Just... Here we go. We'll start off with this one. This is a <laughs> sus- suspected rapist balls getting smashed. Oh. oh, all right. Well, this is a good one. Yeah. All right. This is a suspected rapist. He's... Oh, my God. He's got... Oh, my God. They're spanking. Not the angle in which I thought they were going to come at this. What is he using? It looks like a cricket bat. And he is mashing this dude's balls from... I mean, it looks like he's not feeling it because his head is basically cut off also. Wow. Hang on. I'm not recording. Let me get my phone. The dude started moving. They have him folded up like they're changing a baby's diapers and they're whacking his balls from that angle. Oh, my. And uh, this one... That's what Lovitz does on dates. He likes that. He, t- he tried to talk me into it yesterday. Room 1422 if you want to come up and do that thing. I don't even know how to describe this one. All right. Let's see what we got. <laughs> oh, there's a lady holding a man's erect penis. 
She's in a dress. She's she's lifting him off the ground by it. Uh, no. He's got his hands up uh, uh, like, oh, oh, she is she's suspending uh, him on! in the air. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for ending. There we go. <laughs> he was standing no. naked with an erection. Let's watch again. His hands are over his head on something, but she is lifting him off the ground, suspending him by the penis. Oh, and he's flailing. His legs are flailing. That thing is stretched out. Thank you. It goes from six inches to a good two feet in stretch. She is. His whole body is being suspended by his by his pee pee. And this one makes you that one. Oh my god! This one makes you wonder what's wrong in this world. Ah, that one made me wonder. (laughs) That That one. That one didn't. Yeah. Oh my lord! All right, got a bear trap. That's a bear trap. Not as oh, much. no, 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 not no, no, Brett. The guy's got his pants down. His underwear's now coming off. He's getting close to the First bear trap. First of all, that is not a bear He's trap. He's close to whatever it's, it's, it's a. Whatever it's it an is. animal trap. He's it's putting his balls down. Oh! It's like a coyote leg trap. It'll break the legs of a, of a little wildlife creature, but he's got his nuts in it. Oh. Come Just on. There's a replay. Just get the vasectomy, dude. Oh. Oh. Lost a bet. Yeah, lost his fantasy football league. It's like a small bear trap. It's for, a leg hold. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god! If only the bears would have covered. <laughs> <laughs> he should have taken the the seven points instead of the hook. And we'll end with this one. This one's for Brady. Oh no! Double Big Mac. Right, here we go. Here we go. There's a lady and a grandma. Like, oh, it looks like oh, she's doing what? Oh, here comes the her. She's her rosebud is being released from her behind, and there it is. It's out. It's a granny beehive. Oh, this lady can push her butthole out at ten inches, and they are. And they He's put like music behind it. Yes. <laughs> wow. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. You're up. You're up. <laughs> out it comes. Oh, look at it. It, just, it leaps out of her body. What? It leaps out of her body. Oh, man. It just keeps blossoming and blooming. Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> and there's the gif. So you know what's the difference between people like that and me are? If I discover oh. I can do that, I don't film it. I go immediately to the hospital. They're like, wow, a new trick my body I does. you said you'd die from something like that. Oh, I'm getting, if I can't push it back in, yeah, there's a good chance I might die from that. But if, if it's an accident and it's a one-time thing, but if this is going to be like, if the doctor ever said, this is going to happen to you pretty much every time you fart now, I'd be like, all right, well, this isn't worth it. There's and uh, I was oh, told to. There's more. No, no, no. He just oh. said, and you'll need your seatbelts for tomorrow. So oh, tomorrow, no. oh, apparently, is going to be worse. Thank you very much. So I give you the heads up. Oh, my love it's going to love those videos. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wow. The first one, the first time she shot it out was enough, and then they go back, and evidently she can do it from different angles. And... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's called drawn and quartered. But the quartered part is when they cut you in fourths. Yeah. yeah. They draw, the drawn part is this, the, the stretching you out. Putting you on the rack right. or whatever it is. That's tough to watch. But not as tough as uh, as that, what happens to that lady. She seems fine with it, though. Nobody seems to be in agony when their b-holes come shooting Brady's out. nauseous over oh. there. There you go. That was your Brady report. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.
still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. And a very special day is our, uh, our friend John Lovitz is going to join us in just a little bit. He's up there at the Desert Ridge Improv. That's the new name. And Frank Caliendo loves him so much, you've decided to show up. And no, you, you demanded yeah. that yeah. I be here. I demanded nothing. I said, if you want to come, Lovitz will be here. And you said, Ooh, Of course I will. Do it. I'm on my way. Why do you guys always do that? You have to say, like, I sound like that. <laughs> Why do you sound like that? I don't. You sound like that when no. you sound like me. No, I don't sound like that. No. No. So he'll be in here, and it's crazy because you can't help it. I mean, even the waiter yesterday, by the end of the meal I had with him. Okay, here's your bill, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you I, want it. You're going to pay for it. I imagine you're going to try to get out of it. But, yeah, the uh, tip. Yeah, tip. Yeah. And that's another thing we didn't do. Because other people paid for our meal because they love John Lovitz. And I, we left, and I thought later, I'm like, we didn't drop any money ourselves on the table. Oh, show. no, you didn't? No, I know. Oh, and that's man. kind of on Lovitz. That's all, I, well, he's there now. I'll tell him that. That's on him. Right? Well, he, you were paying. Oh, he no, was paying he, for he, you? He said, come out, I'll take you to lunch. Him. And so I drove out there to get him and then go to lunch. and I'll take you to lunch. Right. <laughs> but you have to tip. And the best part was, he goes, we should follow those guys around for, like, find out where they go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> just be at a table near them. You should have said since it was a comp lunch, you know, yeah. from those guys, you should ask for gas money. Then yeah. They can well, you don't. Better still, he looked at me before the guys paid for lunch, and he goes, I don't mind paying for your lunch. I'm like, that's nice. And he goes, you're a write-off. <laughs> like, well, that's not nice to say. So Lovitz will be here in all of his Lovitz glory in just moments. And Frank Caliendo's here, and you're doing a show on uh, the 20th down in Tucson. Uh, yeah. You can drive to Tucson and see Frank at the uh, casino. Desert Diamond Casino, the day after my 50th birthday. Oh, my. Whoa. Five zero. Is that haunting I wasn't even you? trying to do love it. Is it, I know, it just happened. It just happened. Is it bothering you, the 50? No, but I realize I'm getting older because I keep talking about it. Yeah. It's just the, on your mind. The old people give you their age all the time. <laughs> and like my dad with his softball stats. Oh, that's true. Uh, He's still playing, age. too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's crazy. I think I've told you this before, where he does the thing. Uh, oh, damn. Here he is. There's the devil has arrived. <laughs> it's immediately funny when he just stands in the doorway. <laughs> like, he didn't ever need a Halloween costume. People are like, this is great. Why is there a glow? Why is he glowing? He's glowing. There's a glow around him. <laughs> He's pregnant, can't you tell? <laughs> The baby steps in. What's happening? Oh, well, because he's afraid of bus. My oh. dog is like, he's scaring. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, well, we'll just get to the second. Uh, Wait I, a second. His hands went up. I don't know what's going on. He did a Baxter on. walk. Yeah. Why Here are we you go. walking in like Welcome. Monty Burns? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Frank loves you so much, John Lovitz, that he decided to come down and say hi while you're in studio. That's yeah. Frank Kelly. Oh, absolutely. Frank Not Kelly like that. John Lovitz. Uh, yeah. You didn't even see me. I didn't didn't realize you didn't, are you it. kidding? You're just now realizing that's him? No kidding. I knew I'd lost some weight, but hold on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't <laughs> Let me tell you how much I love you. Yeah. I was texting Toledo to get in. I was at the side door. Yeah. And uh, Toledo hadn't answered for 10 minutes. I was about to text, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done with this. But, you but I thought Lovitz is going to be yeah. here. I can't wait to see him, and he won't answer my texts. That's right. So John Lovitz, I everybody answered your text just no. <laughs> a few minutes after I answered John's. Yeah, is it all right to text Frank? You think I want Frank? I want to hear your impression of John. 
Go ahead. As in not. K-U-P-D. Yeah. I don't know. I got, a, yeah. I got nothing. Hey, everybody, it's John Holberg everybody. here. That's great, an, Frank. I want to hear my impression of John Holberg. Oh, oh God, here we go. Oh, that forgot we did. draußen und wir schmerzen, reizen und speizen und eins und Juden und Sprout. Juden and Sprout. <laughs> that sounds like a bad cartoon for the Nazis. Oh, it's Juden and Sprout. It's, exactly. Juden. it's a cartoon. Yeah. Juden and Sprout. I would watch John, it. Yeah. can you wake up, please? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm working on it. Do you have headphones? Do we have him uh, in oh, front yeah, of you? Right? Put right those right on. There. Right. Oh, he got the good ones. Uh, John Lovitz got is... These two yeah, you got these two little Yeah, because you I'm the guest. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the... the interloper. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the word I was going to use. I've been hanging out with you too much. Uh, John Lovitz is at the Desert Ridge Improv uh, tonight and tomorrow and Sunday uh, at DesertRidgeImprov.com is where you get tickets right there. And then there's a, uh, I notice on your Twitter, it's at Real John Lovitz. You got a problem with a lot of people trying to pretend to be you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. On, uh, on um, Twitter. S- X. No, um, space. MySpace. On oh, MySpace. Oh, really? There would be a lot of fake, yeah. <laughs> nope. People were pretending to be you. What there's were they fake, saying? A lot, and on Facebook, there's a lot of fake ones. A lot of fake John Lovitz. And Lovett. on Twitter, look, yeah, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of fake ones. What do they say that made you go, all right, that's it? I had a Well, it made me thing. say you, you put the real and the check right. mark yeah. because there's a lot of fake ones. Right. Like, you know how many fake John Holmbergs there are? <laughs> None. <clears throat> that's never not true. to anybody. That's not true. There's a guy who runs around... And he calls himself the afternoon imposter because he takes uh, what I do in the morning. He does things in the afternoon at restaurants and talks about it and then gets free meals like you do in restaurants. He tells people I'm he goes in and says it's me and I work at KUPD and I want to talk about your uh, building or your restaurant tomorrow. And they give him free food. And he tells me, go to another free meal on you. That's smart. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of this, though, uh, Lovitz. We didn't uh, tip yesterday. You, I mean, you didn't tip yesterday, which I'm sure you're used to doing, but you didn't leave any money on the table yesterday. You have to go back and do that. No. Yes. No. no. Yes. That was your job. No, that was you. You, you got were... a free meal because of me. <laughs> I told you. I told you and that's what it was going to be. You left the top. It, is it? No, I, I was willing to do it. I forgot. Because oh, no, you no. forgot. Because Why, you, you said, said to me, John, you should leave it to I go, oh, yeah, right. Here. No, you said... Uh, I, come up, please, 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 please no. join me for lunch. And there was I, I a guy, to yeah, and I said, my treat. And then we're in the restaurant, and some man and his son, yes, who you claimed was his gay lover. <laughs> oh, I claimed they were going to be bought, your gay lover. Said they go, that guy paid for your lunch. <laughs> right. And then you should have tipped. And, oh. I did tip. I told you, keep your day job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Good night. All right. Yeah, I'll yeah. be here all week. Yeah, that's it. Love <laughs> Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and Sunday at the Improv Desert Ridge Improv. Uh, John, you said during lunch uh, when I was boring you with whatever I had to say yes. that you had thought of another joke, and you just started to laugh for no reason. <laughs> and then I said, "Well, tell it to me." I know it's my on the show. And I'm like, "Well, you won't remember that. I know that you'll forget." No, I, I, I remember. It's going to be really funny. You're going to laugh. I'm like, "Okay, you don't remember it, do you?" <laughs> you didn't you wouldn't tell me and i said you'll forget by right now i won't I no it'll come back it's a really good joke <laughs> right in the middle of me talking to you you just start going <laughs> and i'm like i'm not saying anything funny am i, is there any, I, mean, I, don't remember, I just remember you said i hate when people talk about blah 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 and i go oh good i'm gonna talk about it <laughs> I don't, but I remember you just laughed hysterically. I just thought. Well, really what were you complaining about? I was com- at that point of uh, being interrupted and having someone not pay attention to me. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> because we were in. I was in the middle of saying something, and you just started laughing. I'm like, what? Because I thought something was behind me. 
Nothing. I thought of something really funny. No, it was you were just complaining about. <laughs> I go. I hate when people talk about this and this and this. So I just thought, all right, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> and you don't remember. No. <laughs> and that's what I said. You won't remember. You're like, no, I don't remember. It'll be funny. You'll laugh tomorrow. I uh, funny because I don't remember you saying you won't remember. Uh, well, you don't remember any of it. So who's to, maybe it never happened. Uh, I think the show is slowing down. Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, talking gonna, about nothing. No, I'm trying to get you to remember that great joke you were hiding from me. And I said, it's I have to wait. a joke on you. It wouldn't oh. be funny on there. That's what Frank, none of your jokes are funny on the air, and you don't. That doesn't stop you. Are you done? <laughs> Frank right, Caliendo's our guest. <laughs> Welcome to Frank, London. London, London. Who was your first impression, and when did you realize you could do that? <laughs> Jay Leno. I didn't know this was serious. <laughs> no, I'm really curious. No, it's actually it's like Jay a magic. Leno. Jay Leno was your First impression? How yeah. old? Well, I, I mean, there were there were impressions like I would watch in Living Color and right. Saturday Night Live Characters. and stuff like that, and I would watch Damon Wayne's characters and go, you know, Anton the Liar. Ever do or Anton the Liar? You you were the liar. Yeah. Love it's the liar. Um, Johnny no, that Tommy Flanagan Down Syndrome character. <laughs> no, 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 that was not. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Love, yeah. Wait, no. Damon Wayne's Down Syndrome character. No, Andy that, was handy that was handy. That was handy. Yeah, handy. Oh, handy man. Handy man. Handy man. No, no, no. I was. It was the. Yeah, but the what, how old were you when you realized you could you you had an affinity to do this and go ah? Oh, I, uh, I mean, I think I did some a little bit in grade school and stuff like that. Middle school was right. more, and then but I would do impressions. Of, do you do this too? Impressions of friends. I mean, yeah, it's like you would oh, do people, as teachers, teachers and yeah. friends. That was when you really. Remember. I mean, Mr. Christensen was the basketball coach and the yep. uh, history teacher, and he would always. I knew nothing about geography, and he'd have me go up to the map and like, oh, Mr. Killian, can you go up to the map and uh, show us <laughs> where the uh, United States is? And I point to the blue. He goes, "Sit down, Mr. Killian." <laughs> yeah, and so it was, sticks with you forever because Mr. Yeah. Olson was the one that I used to. And, people, and before we would take the class, like you'd get up and goof around for a second, whatever, like a. Like you had the the right to do it, Mister. Right. There was a guy, uh, T- Matthews, who used to Did let me. Did you guys go to school together? Yeah, you didn't yeah. know that impression school. <laughs> no, you go. There's Mister Olson, member. Like, I didn't say member. Yeah. Let us finish. The adults are talking. <laughs> you go back into your your all time school. Get try to remember your here. I know it always does. Playful. When did you? No, know? it doesn't. Now, how the hell did you get your own show? <laughs> <laughs> when did you know that you had some sort of a gift to make? To be whatever funny? that gift yeah, whatever, is. Wait, wait, how old are you now? Because when will you realize you're funny? <laughs> when when did it start for John Lovitz to go? I can make money out of this. That I can make money out well, of. You it? could make a career out of. Well, it. I never understand. thought. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw, uh, well. You've forgotten the question. I always wanted to perform. When I was seven, I was homesick. And Los Angeles had this uh, on TV, the Million Dollar Movie. And it was like an afternoon movies. And this guy would go, now we're going to see so-and-so. And I remember going, like, these movies, they, you know, I'm an idiot kid. They cost a million dollars, these movies. Are yeah. like the most expensive movies ever made. Of course, they weren't. They were just movies. <laughs> but they had, um, anyway, I was homesick and I was seven. So they had... The Al Jolson story, and uh, and then George M. Cohan the next day, uh, uh, James Cagney playing George M. Cohan. 
So I so I was seven and I was singing Mammy. <laughs> well, you were doing that anyway. That was that was inevitable. That was, your parents <laughs> you were, you were going to find no, that. No, I was. No I did. That's but how Al you fell Jolson, asleep. Al, no, listen. Can Al you give Jolson us a little taste like of that? The first, Mammy, Mammy, <laughs> the sun shines east, the sun shines west. I know where the sun shines best, Mammy. Oh, my little Mammy. I'd walk a million miles for one of your smiles. My mammy. Oh, oh, John Holmberg. (laughs) My dad used to watch that movie. Remember the whole thing? First time in the twenties. Oh, Johnny, how I love you, how I love you, my dear old Johnny. There's a well, song I'm upon it. my knee, Sonny boy. In the, early in that movie, there's, there's that song. Oh, the moonlight flames tonight Whoa. along the Wabash. Holy cow! That was the horrible. New Moon Wow! You're just trying to compete. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a song. I, Frank Galliano, two and three quarters. No, but listen. To, Al, so Al, Al Jolson was like the world's first uh, American superstar, like mega world renowned, right? Yeah, huge. So then I did this singing show. Did you do it in blackface? No, so then I did this singing show. <laughs> How quick did no, you dodge that? And this girl from England who happened to be African-American, she goes, well, what? And I was at a show where you're imitating singers. Yeah. So she goes, well, who influenced you, you know, singing? I go, well, Al Jolson. Was that? Oh, boy. And she's like, you can't say that. It's racist. I go, why? He's Al Jolson. What are you talking? Well, he did black. I go, they, I go, well, What? <laughs> that was your response. That's solid. Pretty good. No, well, that's what he did. That's it. He did it because they were doing. They were recreating the shows that they used to do in the eighteen nineties. Right. right. Of course, you can't do it now. Now, but you can't apply like right. You can't do twenty twenty four logic in in nineteen. Well, no, that uh, right. But obviously, at some point, they said, "Hey, th- we shouldn't do this," and it stopped. Right. But you just did it again. But here he wasn't the show. racist <laughs> because you put the makeup. We were blown away at your performance just, just so for quick. the radio. It was amazing. You need another rag. Well, <laughs> yeah, clean him up, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you knew but, when you were. But anyway, sick. he was. He's. He was the. He was amazing. He's still better than any performer today. Well, let's not say that out loud. TMZ's listening. I don't care. <laughs> John Lovett says Al Jolson is the world's greatest performer. Is not the headline you want. <laughs> well, he was at one point, probably true. But it's something we don't. The, the first half of the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank's leaving. Where are you going? No, no, no. I'm I can't just, be part of this. I'm just so glad I'm yeah. out of frame. <laughs> Anyway, you know, oh, but I, the gentleman I voted for in the 92 I'll election you, was that well, David Duke. Let's hit the other side of the coin. One of the greatest performers ever. Yeah. John Bubbles. You don't even know who that is. I don't. Do yeah, okay. Who's the racist now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's John Bubbles. John, well, would you say Michael Jackson's one of the greatest superstars no, I think ever? It's a, yeah, yeah. So Michael... He named he named his uh, chimpanzee Bubbles. Bubbles. Yes, after John after Bubbles. John Bubbles. He also got the moon the moonwalk from him from the chimpanzee or John and Bubbles. A lot of go go well, online YouTube John Bubbles. Go John Bubbles. A lot oh, of he oh, here he is. Okay, great. <laughs> There's John Bubbles and Michael Jackson loved John Bubbles. Not not that one. No, this guy was amazing. He's amazing. So it's uh, what you're saying is it's a Did black you do man. Some John Bubbles too. Yeah. He says Buck and Bubbles. They were a huge team. 
I love tap dancing. No, the, he was he was amazing. He's pretty great at tap dancing, but again. Well, that's the wrong clip. Uh, well, all right, here's Buck and Bubbles. Hang on, we got to get Cox ad first. <laughs> Buck and Bubbles. And this is when you knew you could be a celebrity. You could be a star. <laughs> so no, I'm just saying I'm better he was African American, but the guy yeah. was. Yeah, of course. He did. Here's Buck and Bubbles, the variety show in 1930s. How old are you? 1937. Well, there I was about 47. <laughs> Oh, that was <laughs> no, this guy. I produced this show. <laughs> Have you got any castle? Okay, you'll see him. Bucky boy. Have you got any dragons? You Bubbles is singing. Bucky boy. I'll get into my seven league boots. I'll get into my bulletproof suits. I'll get out my revolver that shoes. He's the best tap dancer in the world. Have you got any mortgages you want to have paid? Bucky boy. You should bring this back, This got you into it. The guy's a genius. That's the big hurt on piano. Yeah, and it looks like Frank Thomas. Tap dancing on the piano now. That's pretty outstanding tap dancing. This isn't Sayatina. Show them the other video that you showed me. <laughs> you want to see one of our videos, I can't John? tell if that's Bubbles or me. Show them that. That's <laughs> because of your makeup. I told you to take it off. Entertainment has not changed in the last no, hundred years. not even a little bit. Yeah, I'd rather watch this than you. <laughs> why, why did I take That's this? why you're on the radio. Take it, swing it me. All right, Brett, show them our video. You're going to like ours better. Which one do you want? No, ours but is that's my, still the, the wrong the, clip. The, the, the last bubble. one? What, what There's another clip of him in a, in a movie, and you'll see he does all these moves, and he does the... the um, see, I'd be there uncomfortable. There it is, right yeah. there. I'd be oh, uncomfortable. No, we don't need to watch down. any more Buck and Bubbles, for God's sake. He, he moonwalked on that one. All right, great. Oh, Cabin in the Sky. Look that up. John Bubbles, Cabin in the Sky. And he starts moonwalking. We're waiting. Oh, you'll see. in the Sky for you. Yeah. Throw him our video. It's the Buck and Bubbles 2024 rebound. No, you just want a regular radio show. So anyway, so I was doing this. I was at the Why store. Why are you with me? I was at the store the other day buying apples. <laughs> and the woman said, are you going to buy all of them? I go, I guess. I mean, she was so rude. 8.43 in the morning. <laughs> you know, the patriarchy is just horrible. <laughs> that's right. That's what this show's about when you're not here. <laughs> when you are here, we're regaled with 1937's Buck and Bubble. Oh, well, oh I'm sorry. Better. No, you, you pick fascinating subjects. And then the guy said, hey, you didn't cut my submarine sandwich in half. <laughs> and he threw it at apples. That's his fault. And he threw it at huge him. deal. Right. Oh, my God. Everyone was li- – I was on the freeway. Everyone was listening to your show. Everyone was slamming the brakes. There was car accident. He didn't cut the sandwich in half. I didn't complain about What's that. What's the world coming to? That's what Brady Thank said. Food rage. John Holmberg is bringing it up. And then you go, oh, he's not a, it's not the subway. He's just an asshole. And I heard, <laughs> it is true. You listened to the whole thing. And then and then you called with your reaction. And there was, oh, boy, I believe oh, there was something going on at the subway, Mr. Holmberg. Like, is this Buck and Bubbles? No, it's love. It's I just pretend. No, that was you doing He lit up on the Popeye story. <laughs> I would be uncomfortable owning Buck and Bubbles videos. That was an interesting impersonation of, of you, of what? an African American. That- <laughs> but apparently, in Arizona, that's okay. It was my impression of your impression of what you were saying. Okay, Whitey, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Buck and Love It. I'm separate. We call it Buck Love It. 
Uh, oh, this is the, the moonwalk that you were so excited about. This is it. I got my shirt from a silver lining. I got my cane from an old old tree. And that is just the reason why. It is great, though, that Lovitz is still entertained by black people tap dancing for him. I think that's good. <laughs> I know why. My hair's curly. How come he wasn't a bigger star, though? Because of racism. Oh, black. that's right. I wanted you the to say. would have been. He'd be huge. Yeah. When does he move up? Tap. This is ridiculous. He does it. You'll see at the end. He goes up I'm the not stairs. waiting to the end. It's only four and a half hours. <laughs> four hours. He just dances and dances and dances. Or else. Cabin in the Sky, if you've never yeah. seen, it's a great musical. It's all the biggest African-American performers of that time. It's a, it's fantastic. Yeah. You know Horns in it, Rochester, you know, from the yeah, Jack Benny show. Everything. Yeah, Rochester was great. And now we got to watch this guy dance. Here comes, this here is what comes. John does with his free time frame. More charisma. So you would rather watch this than me, and I don't, I don't know why I took a shot to have it. Well, can you dance? Not like that. Better. <laughs> I wouldn't waste my time with this nonsense, this remedial first day of dancing stuff. Oh, that's it. That's it, right? Was that the moonwalk, John? Did we just witness it? Oh, for God's sakes. But fast forward to the moonwalk. There's got to be like a little line on it, like in porn when you get to the good spot. That was sort of a moonwalk. Uh, Those are some pretty good See, that move? Didn't that look like my club? (laughs) We're watching this guy dance. (laughs) No, but he's imitating. Watch. Michael got a lot of his moves from this guy. Nah. He also, I heard this in. uh, He's all right. Remember Shields and Yarnell? Robert Shields says he was part of the moonwalk thing, too, and teaching Michael some dance moves. Love is what I'll tell you. He's not listening no. to you. Here, watch it. <laughs> no. Oh, There's a whole thing going on watch in my it, head watch right it now. Watch at the end. Watch at the end. Oh, for God's sakes. Wait. Buck and Bubbles available on YouTube today. See that move with the hat? With that thing? Yeah, the little thing with Michael Jackson. That's Michael. Yes. Actually, it was another movie. I saw I was that movie? Yeah. So, Michael. Yeah. yeah. No one ever adjusted their hat prior to that? What do you want proof? The guy named his monkey after the guy. I'm not commenting on what you just said. <laughs> he named his chimpanzee Bubbles. See, if I did that, I'd lose my job. Well, yeah. it's true. If John yeah, had I know, a chimpanzee but I, you can't, if I had a Michael Jackson. Exactly. It's not ra- if I named my pet chimpanzee Michael Jackson, I'm losing everything. You don't have one. I could, but I won't do it just because, you know, that's what I'd name it. <laughs> I know better. I'm not stupid. John Love is at the Desert Ridge Improv this week. <laughs> He's going to do his tap dancing thing. And Al Jordan. Oh, hey, I just got back. I was in the restroom. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's the same reaction I have most of the time. That's How the is it me this time? I didn't do anything. No, you're. Free. I don't know. I wasn't in the room when you said whatever you said about naming your monkey. Racist. Uh, it is. It is not. Love it. Says, are you going to do any? You do singing? Uh, you bring your piano and stuff? Well, I don't know. Now, I'm probably going to get shot. <laughs> you blame me for this. Yes. I didn't even know who John Bubbles was eight minutes ago. He's making a call right now. Well, you learn something new. <laughs> That's And right. I suggest your listeners, look him up. The yeah. guy's a great performer. He's great brilliant. charisma. Yes. I love it. And I'd like to see that continue. But see, the, people don't know the history of stuff. You go, well, what's the big deal? He's only doing that. And I go, no, he's in, he invented the stuff yeah. that you're... Seeing the well, night. somebody had to show him how to do it. Eleanor Powell was a great, one of the, considered the greatest female tap dancer ever. Well, he taught her how to dance. Right, a man had to teach her is what you're saying. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we all agree on that. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is if men aren't superior, why are women always the ones fighting for their rights? <laughs> Strong point. That can't be argued. That's not even a joke so much as it's just hard, cold fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, no, the truth is women overall are, are smarter than men. I oh, stop that. it. No, they are. But the, but the women in the that? 60s were smart. Because they are. They just are. But the, but um, because they have intuition and you can't you, – your intelligence can't f- compete with that. We have intuition. Not like a woman. We have logic. That's different. All right. Okay. You have intuition. Right. Okay. When I woke up this morning <laughs> what was I with Megan, <laughs> your wife, what, did, what I kissed you both what goodbye. What did she say? <laughs> I'll be there at eight. And that was oh, wait, that was you that said that. No, she, uh, said, she said, "Don't uh, tell John." <laughs> in fact, she said, "Her intuition." She said, in. "Don't tell anyone. This is embarrassing." And you went, "Okay," and then you tap danced out of the house. <laughs> and then she said, "Here's your My tip." God. Adios, Thank white you. lady. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? I've been influenced by you. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> you didn't tip either yesterday. Let's get back to the real subject. No, but the thing is, in the women, if a woman in the sixties that was married, they go, "Who's in charge of your marriage?" And she'd say, "She'd look around. She goes, I am, but I let my husband think he is.'" Right. That's a person who's not in control of anything. Who? Uh, anyone who says that. If your boss ever said that, he'd be an inept boss. No, the woman would say That's that. what I'm saying. If, if No, they'd say, I let my husband think he is. Right. And so they'd, they'd go, they played him, in other words, and they'd right. get whatever they want. Right. That became divorce. So later No, that divorce. wasn't yeah. divorce. No, <laughs> the husband was that because they'd play the, oh, baby, oh, you're the, you know, right. Megan does it to you. Oh, John. <laughs> oh, oh, you're so big. No, she said. That's oh, what you're so satisfying. That's what she said to you. I've never been more satisfied. Oh, John. Oh, John, I need a new car. Here you go, baby. Really? Oh, okay. Is this why you're not married? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because nobody's ever said, oh, you're so big, buy me a car. They just get on the no, bus and leave. No, <laughs> you're too big. No, they get in that's the car true. and leave. That's right. <laughs> Their own car. They don't need any no, car. Any car will car do. They drive away. <laughs> Have you ever been close to being married? I don't talk about that's my why I'm asking. Life. This is what makes you interesting is that you got a little little gray mystique about you. Let's find out. I don't. Okay. How close were you ever to being married? All right, fine. I'll just spill everything. <laughs> you have. You, okay, so when I text you a long time ago when I found the years picture. Years ago, I was 20 years old. That's and right. I met a woman. Years and ago. she helped me in my comedy career. We were very close. And she was an older woman. Phyllis Diller. But I was like, no. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> and so. Ruth Fuzzy. No. That's right. She's too No. <laughs> no. It was mom's Mabley. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> She taught me all about comedy, uh-huh. and it was like, kind of like what ha- Clark Gable married an older woman, and I thought, oh, that's smart, right. but was a drama teacher and taught him how to act, and so I go, I'll do that. You used her. Did you marry her? D- yes. Oh, you were married. I didn't know that. And we had children. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that either. You and mom had children. <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> <laughs> no! And his name was John Bubbles. That's my boy! <laughs> No, it was you. <laughs> it was me. All right. Well, I don't. Oh, know really? Sure. Okay. What were you saying at lunch to every waiter and every person? What? What were you calling me? My, my dad. 
That's true. I Thank did say you. that. My dad can't have Thank bread. You. I would oh. say that to the waiter, and they'd look. I'm like, my father can't have bread, and he can't hear you. Right. <laughs> now, let's make the show entertaining. Yeah. Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I've had more fun yeah, watching I, this I than I've ever had. What, being what on. would you say are your two top Im- people that you impressioned? Is it John Madden and who, right? And, uh, oh. John Madden and John Madden. Yeah. Why yeah. would you answer that? No, but the John Madden. Uh, all right. This, so let's hear your impression of John Madden having sex with himself. <laughs> Boom. I'm done. <laughs> Here's that, John Madden. Here's yeah, John yeah. Madden as uh, John Lovitz. Yeah, there you go. Oh, this one. Uh, yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> those are those subtle little endings yeah. to things. Yeah. That you know, like Dana Carvey, yeah. also a great impressionist and a big fan of Frank Caliendo. He thinks you're great. But he would do. He did a movie with Burt Lancaster, and um, I remember that. And uh, Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. So he he would do an impression. Anyway, he would always do anyway, for me anyway. of of them having sex. Oh. So so one time he did it. I was laughing so hard. I go, stop. I'm going to throw up. And then he kept going and I threw up. Is that true? Yeah. You, you finished? I had a cold and I go, no, I'm laughing. I go, you're going to make me throw up. And he kept doing it. But anyway, it's the funniest thing ever. So I would like to hear, not competing, but it's just funny. Yeah. You pick two. Uh, Lovitz and, uh, love and, and then them, having in, sex. them in bed having sex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can do me. I don't care. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's what you would say to Madden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm like, here's I'm a like, guy. I mean, you got over there, you put it right there, and then boom. I mean, wrong hole. <laughs> multiple choices. That's not it. That's, no, do it better. Do it better. Do it again. To go back and forth between two. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize. I've never done this before. You've never had sex with two men in your no, life. No, no. <laughs> What's that in your life? act? Before? Oh, you've never done this before. <laughs> Gee, Frank, do you have an imagination? <laughs> uh, I'm too much in audience mode right now. You know this discussion we're having right now? Yeah. You've never had this either. <laughs> All right, well, apparently this you, was, don't, you don't want yeah. to do it. This was lunch for four hours yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Here's a guy who's got right, a gaping my... butthole. That's how you started. Here's <laughs> a guy who's gaping. Yeah, that's gaping. I don't need you to talk about it, though. Well, I'm going to slide in this thing right now and just see what it's like. I don't feel anything. I don't either. All right, now, this is my impression <laughs> of John Holborn and his wife having sex. First, I'll do the wife. Okay. <laughs> Christ's sake, John, that's my... You can't say Christ. Sure. Yeah. What are you hitting a button? I was turning you up. You were. I'm, I'm oh. monitoring your. Just... Oh, for Christ's sake, John Holberg, that's my ear. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Now here's another one. Oh, for Christ's sake, John Holberg, get that thing out of my eye. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And by the way, this was lunch yesterday for three hours. Ah. Oh. It How do you have on. a three-hour lunch? Because you, because you go with John. Because I was making him laugh. No, I was pretending to laugh. You did you? Did you're not that good <laughs> of an you, actor. Did you crush at that lunch? <laughs> you killed it. Yeah, killed it. Yeah, yeah. Standing ovation. Yeah. Who opened? They comped the my. They comped my meal too. That's great. <laughs> they. <laughs> like, yes, they. You had a nothing man, to do a with very it. nice man and his son. And what did you say? I said thank you to both of them, and you said I won't blow you. If that's what you're after. No, that's not what happened. That's exactly how I remember it. You liar. <laughs> he said, of- you should go over to them and say you're my assistant. And then say, uh, Mr. Lovitz would like to thank you, but he's not going to blow you this time. <laughs> and then you say. That, that was your idea, <laughs> you lying sack of- Maybe. Right, One of us came up with it. Yeah. One now, of us. I have I a question. Remember. Okay, go Can ahead. You, you said yesterday, and I forget because I don't want to. 
Make right. a mistake. What are the words I can't say on radio? Oh, it's a it's, there's there's a few. Yeah, well, what are I they? I can't tell you what they are <laughs> no, because then I'd be now. saying. <laughs> See, they're, they're the words you I know. Not, I was trying to trick you. You know better. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm very manipulative. Trying to yeah, trick almost. He fell oh, for I was it. that close. He almost fell for it. Well, it's <laughs> and and no, you, there you know the words. You know what you're not supposed to do. Poop. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> the next one's not. I know what you're. I saw your eyes go. <laughs> I know what you're gonna do. Oh, luck. <laughs> no, that one's okay, but it doesn't mean anything unless you start dancing around with it. Hmm. hmm. How can I do it? You can say ass. Yeah, you just did. <laughs> hmm. You're putting something together. Yes. Tell, tell the that joke you told me churning. yesterday about the things you can't say. You know what I'm saying. It's the worst joke I've ever heard. It was great, but you could never tell it to anyone. And you told it to me in a restaurant. It was Jack Benny and Rochester were having their conversation. Oh. Yeah. You can't tell that. No. Those are, are you taking a five-hour energy? Feeling yeah, down? you're putting me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the magic potion. Now I do feel see, like Frank, I'm with Megan. See how it's done? Okay, go ahead. Your turn. Wait, I have a question. Frank. Oh, Frank, okay. I think John Madden got me. Did anyone besides John Madden, I think you told me they didn't like you doing that impression. <coughs> but was there anyone that you ever heard from They go, I don't like you uh, imitating me. That ever happened? Uh, Jim Rome was the guy that would never look at me. Like I'd be at Super Bowl, uh, going to, to Radio Row where they have all the uh, you know radio people and uh, some TV people. And Jim Rome, who's about the same height as me, maybe five six, five seven, he might have towered over me at really? five eight. Uh, he would he would not even look at me, and people would be like, "Rome's walking by," and Rome's just being, "I'm going to stare directly away from him, <laughs> not going anywhere." So it was that was, I and I was I liked it. I always thought he was yeah. great. And, Did you think it was because he didn't want you to think that? Oh, you do the impression of me, so now I have to have you on the show. So he was just avoiding the guest. Maybe because I don't think but, he doesn't because, like you. Yeah, I think he doesn't like me. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, no, no. There, there, there were people that had me, uh, that filled in for him, had me on his show yeah. when he wasn't there and were never asked back. No kidding. Yeah. So, so, so that where was, you, you're just scorched earth for Jim Rohn. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I think it's crazy because I, I liked it. I thought it was great. And, like, Have you I, ever had that, Lovitz, when you were on like Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Who? Michael Dukakis. <laughs> Did Dukakis? Harvey Firestein. Oh, I, really? was, and you kept doing it. No, I didn't do it after that. No kidding. So you would do fire stick. The gay bee thing is one of my favorite things of all time. You were gay. <laughs> you were gay. Well, I was, was kind gay. of making a, you know, commenting on AIDS. <laughs> 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 so I kind of get why you might not like it. Kind of? Well, little yeah. Subtle commentary well, on AIDS. Well, AIDS was at its peak, and I go, right. you know, my friends and I were sitting around talking, <laughs> and um. He said, "What if you were to die and come back as an animal? What would you want to come back as? You know." And at the time, you know, right. gay, uh, gays were dying from AIDS, so right. So they took it as you. So said. I kind of, well, I wasn't really saying, AIDS, but he he would ask people on his show. He goes, "I know you're not gay, but if you were, would you be attracted to me?" Right. So then, <laughs> I said, "The other day, my friends and I were talking about reincarnation, and they said to me, Javi, if you were to die and come back as an animal, what would you want to be?" And I said, "I knew immediately," and I said, "A bee." Because I get to fly around like a bird, and I spend my day, you know, in a world of beauty, you know, with gardens and flowers all day long. And then at the end of the day, I'd get to eat all the honey I want, which I do now anyway. 
<laughs> and that he got mad at? <laughs> but he got upset with that? No. Oh, okay. So this is the part. <laughs> so so then the funniest was uh, uh, Phil is on his lead. I go, okay, I go, yeah. I know you're not gay. I go, uh, I go, oh, I go. And then I said, anyway, I no longer have to ask my guests. Oh, I start off, I no longer have to ask my guests if they're attracted to me. Right. You know, I'm fine. I don't need their validation. <clears throat> then the guest would come on, like Phil is Lee Iacocca. Now, Phil, we were talking about reincarnation earlier. Now, if you were to die and come back as an animal, um, <laughs> would would you be attracted to a gay bee? <laughs> And he's so it's his line. way around it. Right. A what? Well, his a what? Grand. I go what? a gay bee. He goes a gay bee. What's a gay? What bee? Hell's a gay bee? <laughs> not a gay bee. A gay bee. He goes. Oh, sure. Why not? If you buy a Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> then I whisper in his ear. I go, Yeah, well, would you? And I whisper in his ear, and he goes, oh, You'd have to buy a Ram van for that. <laughs> and I go, Checks in the mail. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, you were going to have sex with Leah Iacocca. You don't and, know that joke checks upset. in the mail? I know what it is. Yes, everybody knows that. So joke. then he came in and he goes, John Lovitz, you're doing the worst possible stereotype. And as he's complaining about him, I'm looking at him going, I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> a really good impression of Harvey Fire. So I said, I said, well, can you ask people to track to me? I go, I just said, I go, you said, which he said in an article, I just want a man to wrap his arms around me and hold me. Is that so wrong? So I changed it to, I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? He goes, I say a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Go, and that's well, what goes, an impression is picked up it's good publicity. He goes, now you're getting more famous as me than me. Oh, that was why he was. And, and then he goes, and he were, goes, anyway, I like to, enlighten, I don't actually, I like Harvey. I think yeah. he's a very talented guy. Right. That's the thing is, you, you know, you see him and you can imitate him and, you, and yeah, sure. you are kind of making fun of him. But at the same time, he's very talented. I saw the, the, the Torch Song trilogy. Did a plan, Brian? He was terrific. Yeah, but it you're was, not making fun of the person you're impersonating. You're putting them in a, an absurd situation and making fun of them in that. Well, yeah, but I, I can guess. guess. I, I mean, you like are making fun of them. I mean, who are you kidding? But you are. But you but, are a little bit. But, but here's the thing: I find you know, there's two ways mean. to do an impression. Yeah. That, and I think we've. Talked oh, about this now before. you're the impression expert. <laughs> you are the one who, who made me that. Um, who, who coronated me? The uh, you can do an impression out of what you really like about the person yeah. or what you really hate about the person. You watch Alec Baldwin do Trump and you're yeah. like, he just it's hates. Spite. It's just all hatred. Yeah. Yes. You watch somebody like us do Trump, like we yeah. both come from a, a fine, you find something about him that you go, well, that's pretty magical the way yeah. he pulls that oh, off. Yeah. It's You don't have to like what he does. The absurdities you know of his character. Yeah, it's yeah. finding that is like he can turn something a fantastic, very, very good, you know, and you're like, how can you talk yeah. about that like it's good? I wanted to be a Gay B. I've just said. the stare of love. What is good? If it? I was an animal, what animal would I be? I'd be a gay bee. How great would that be? Pollination. Incredible. Phenomenal. Honey. He points to you. <laughs> he's, he's, doing he's doing it. He's doing it. He's talking from Trump about. to Jim Rome. Yeah. You didn't even know it. I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> All right, love it. Are we going to take anyway, a break? Anyway, and then oh, I'll well, just tell you real quick. Uh, okay, go ahead. Real quick. And then he said, real quick. Yeah. he goes, anyway, I believe in enlightening people. So I wanted to, um, I thought of an idea, a game show where it's called um, heterosexual, not heterosexual. So it's like, you know, like say, 
You say so and so, and you go, you know, it's, and all the people that won't admit they're gay. So he, his game show was outing. It was outing people. Outing people. That's I'm like, not enlightening. Oh, that's nice. Right. But you like him. I do. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, a few years later, I was walking behind him. I go, hello, hello. And he goes, John Lovett, stop that. Oh, really? But he just kind of mouthed off. So nobody's ever really got He wasn't really that fears. mad. Because yeah. afterward, he told, I said to his brother, do you want me to change the name? He goes, no, you don't want to hurt what you built up. Nice. He brought his brother the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And then, and then outside in the hallway, brother? he goes, John, I, wanted, I have a joke for you. And then he told me this joke, you know. So you got to be buddies. No, we weren't buddies. Like, so but tight. Buddies. <laughs> Real tight. I claim you had anal yeah. sex oh, with the man. Yeah, you're getting at it. <laughs> No, he's a great, he's a terrific talent. I was getting at it. I was getting at it. I don't care if he's getting at it. The guy's a terrific talent, but he's, I could imitate him. He's very extreme. Like Robin Williams in Doubtfire. I want you to make me a woman. Oh, I'm so happy. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) It helps to say who you're doing before you do it. That's a a giveaway. Everyone has to guess. Oh, that, oh, wait, let me, who was that? Afterward. Oh, I get it now. Wait, can you say it again? Now, try saying who you're doing. It was Robin Williams and it was clearly John Bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. It was Robin and who? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, Bubbles. He's right. Who did you think it was? Who did you think he was doing? It was from Mrs. Doubtfire. This is my imitation of you and Harvey Firestein having sex. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake, Homer, get it out of my... I said my rear, not my ear. What's wrong with you, you deaf son of a... I do that to everyone's heads. <laughs> Fascinated with the opening. Oh uh, John Lovett's oh, in the it's desert. Oh, beggar's ball. Yeah, can you stay for a little while? Of course yes. you can. You're not... Oh, John, that's... I, I stepped on the plug. Get the plug that, out there. I will. Oh, sorry. He was still talking to oh, you. He didn't do it. I just wanted to... John Lovett's... John, uh, is <laughs> At the Desert Ridge Improv. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Clint! Uh, uh, what? No, you can't just shout that. <laughs> he you can't wanted just to go, go back and shouting that. that word. Well, I asked you what words I can't <laughs> that's say. That's abusing you tell me. Why? How that's am I supposed to shouting know? a curse like you had Tourette? I said slit. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> that's Ridge. what I said. You're yeah. an idiot. I said that idiot. See it? I did it. Uh, com. That's where you go uh, to get the tickets to see uh, John this weekend, Slit Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Slit All right. <laughs> Slit Boris. That was a friend of yours. He used to perform with Al Jolson, if I remember right. That's right. The Boris and Jolson Mommy, show. <laughs> I'm upon my knees, honey boy. All right. We're taking a break. John Lovitz is here. Frank Caliendo's here. It's just out of control. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. John Lovitz uh, is with us. He's over at the Desert Ridge Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. If you want to go, desertridgeimprov.com. Caliendo's with us just because he likes John Lovitz a lot, and I asked him if he wanted to come by. And so I actually told him yesterday that you and I were having lunch, and it would be pretty great if you just wandered in. And said, "Oh!" And then today surprised you again by being here. It's just Frank is always well, with me. I, I, but I didn't know you didn't recognize. I said, hey, why don't you uh, invite Frank too? And you're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I had uh, an expert makeup person, Jennifer Aspinall, who you may remember, who did some stuff at Saturday Live. She made me and my son up, and we bought you lunch yesterday. <laughs> oh my God! Is that, that was right? Yes. Oh, wow! That yeah. was amazing, yeah. Frank. I didn't even see it. That yeah. was great work. 
She's pretty fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing stuff. Wow. wow. That was pretty good. But John thought it was a, a gay couple, an older gentleman and his twink lover that were trying to come on to That's him. what you no, said. No, that's what you convinced me I of. don't even know what twink lover means. I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? Go ahead. What's the, what does that oh, mean? Twink? It's when a man of your age and stature takes on a much younger man. You know what it means. You know no, how to live I it. You may not know, know the words, but you know what to do. And then he beds the younger gentleman. It's a Greek thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's a, it's a love. It's well. This back is years. lovely morning talk. <laughs> People are listening thing. to this, eating their breakfast, going. Yeah. No, you dodged the question about uh, being married a little bit, and then you said you kind of got married. And then you I don't talk bit. about my person. Why not? I told that was you my I was married too. No, why? And you're like, oh, it's just a joke. It's always a joke with you. But don't you think? And Frank, you'd agree with me that Mom's your baby was a lovely <laughs> your woman. strangeness <laughs> as a human. Which you know exists, you're not usual, <laughs> is something that... There's pe- nothing more love no. than breaking down the yeah. vowels in a <laughs> word. Use-you-all. It's like a U-haul of words. The thing about me... Now, wait. Don't interrupt I don't have a front. Huh? You know, people... Yes, you do. I'm looking at it. It's an example. People present a false front, you know, like... Like a guy goes, hey, how's it going? What's going on, man? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and I go, what are you acting like that for? Because yeah. they are, they're acting. Right. And then another guy's like, Ugh. then they get him, you know, then you, you know how you, you get him alone in the room. <laughs> Me? Gentle. And so, so. That's twink. So, um, I don't have that. But see, that's why I'm asking is because. I was part of that. It's so my dad would go, John, you can't just show your emotions, whatever you're feeling. You cry and a I, lot? And I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> But I go, what What are you talking about? you got to hide. I go, why? Yeah, but see, you You're answer angry. questions. You can't just be angry. I go, well, why not? Why? Because it's immature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer, really. It's the immaturity not to be able to control your emotions. But you, not, It's not controlling them. It's sure. Just, it's being honest in how you feel. Well, if you just burst out into tears or start yelling at me because you feel it, that's just being a jerk. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being honest. Oh, I see. I think it's part of being part of a society. I yeah, think oh, yeah, that's, that's right. It's that's part of a member of society. Yeah, member. Well, I, and not what do you want me scream. to do? It's no, just how, if someone says, normally like, go, okay. do you want to go to lunch? And they're like, no, no, thank you. No, and I'm not fine. like but the, that. No. But the thing is, funny like things this. don't happen when you do that. When right. you are in the midst of the machine and you, you react the way everybody is expected to react, it doesn't change the person's response. Right. Lovitz changes, changes people's response. And that's response. exactly well, right. And you're proving it. it. I just, this is what I, you said. Well, you've trained yourself. Okay. No. I've trained says, myself. Here's the thing. No. I can tell you what Shut it is because I'm me. <laughs> I know, but no, I can, I'm going to tell you you're, what it, you're, I think you're going wrong down about my this. road. I think you you're wrong about this. Here's my point. Oh you my don't know God. how, but you, you don't know. Oh, stop. Me, you don't know what Lovitz is. You are too inside Lovitz to know Lovitz from the outside. Wrong. Incorrect. We're the only ones that know how to how no, you react differently than all others. Let me give. I won't. I'm trying to give because your answer. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I said, "Do you like football?" And he goes, "I'm a man, not gay." I'm like, nobody. It's a yes or no question. The only person that would answer that that way is because you. Because that's what you were getting. I at. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I said, and "Do it, you like football?" 
Because I was dressed in Steeler pajamas yesterday. I said, do you like football? I'm a man. I'm not gay. I know what you're getting at. And I'm like, Jesus, no. I just, do you like it or not? Because I don't TV remember was saying on. that. Now, I'll, can I give examples? Do you remember any of our lunch? <laughs> Listen, I think I know me better than you. But you don't know how people, you don't know no. the response to you the way we do. All right. Thanks. We're the only ones that can Can do I that. just say something? Finish. Can I just but point I'm at you? Can I point at you? Since I'm a guest on your show. <laughs> For a minute. So this is the difference. <laughs> if someone, normally you'd say like, hey, would you like to go to lunch? And you're close friends, right. something like this. Would you like to go to lunch? And like, no, thanks. With me, they go, John, you want to go to lunch? No! <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like a tornado so siren. I'm aware of it. Don't, but that's, if you'd let me that's ask how the question. I feel. The question is, this is why people are curious about your personal lives, because we want to know the person that falls for that. We want to know the girl that says, wow, he's different than everyone else. Oh. And I love well, that. I, like, why didn't you ask me that? I'm trying. Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. She, is what lady is targeting you? This is Margot You've Robbie. You've never been on a girl's Margot wall as a Robbie, poster. Margot Robbie. You know, women, you say to women, what's the most important thing in a man? They go, a sense of humor. Ah. And I'm like, yeah, right. That was true. I'd be getting laid every five minutes. <laughs> so it's, you know, looks, money, yeah. and then others. And so, but Margot Robbie was a sense of humor, and she really means it. Mm. And she's basically stalking me. <laughs> Is that right? You got a, you got a restraining order? Define basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have a restraining order. Of course not. You're I just want to keep saying it. So that she finally goes, confronts me and goes, like, I'm not stalking you. I go, Police! I know. I just wanted to meet you. <laughs> it's reverse stalking. I yeah, love right. it. That's genius. But that's my point. You what are, a talent she is. All right. You're a curiosity <laughs> is what I'm saying. I like As, her personality. I can see normal behavior in everyone I've ever been with except you. And I want to know what it's like to be in John Lovett's normal world with a couple of questions. And you You're refuse to answer them. I know because I think this might be it. All right, what's uh, the question? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when you're so close to being normal and married, like the rest of normal people, not necessarily married, but like being normal. What's being normal for John Lovitz? Because you're not. And now is not an answer anyone else gives. You're unique. How do you apply oh, that? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm unique and I have a career. A, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, this is the difference. There's you're the normal. <laughs> okay, right. yeah, that's Who the can break through <clears throat> and meet you is what I'm saying. Here's the difference. You're, I'm just using your own words. No, you're you're normal and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's universally equals, accepted. Equals, you're on the radio. I'm in the movies. <laughs> uh, television. Hello, hello. No, the, no, the only I difference I was is, on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You're behind a mic. Was, is. In the mo- was. In the movies. Was. You're behind a mic. Is. I'm on stage selling out clubs. <laughs> Behind I sold out a club. I only did it one. Yeah, after you day. hired me. <laughs> <laughs> would you no. rather? Would you Sit rather? That wasn't a sellout. Jen, this is a real question, John. Would you would re- love, uh, love it? Yes, would you Frank. Rather get, and I, I know what's going to happen here. <laughs> yep. Would you rather get a real answer for, from somebody or a oh, laugh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. You're yes. asking me. Yeah. Yes, you're the guest. Yeah. He's asking me. He's interviewing me. Well, that's a question for him. <laughs> You're asking me, what would I rather get? No, no, you ask him that so he'll answer. Okay, so you don't understand. Uh, so what uh, my friend is saying in English, which you should have picked up on, is would no, you rather... No, I got it. That's, that's a question for you. Would you rather me be... Okay, me, I'll be... No, no, no. He's asking right, I'm gonna you. Be, I'm going to be normal, but you want. 
And let's watch the ratings. No, lie. <laughs> I'm not saying There's the answer. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a hard shell to crack. And I and I like that it's not something oh. I'm cracking. Who can do it? That's why your private life is interesting to people. So what does John Lovitz do on a date? I see. And now you're going to say something ridiculous. What do I do on, <laughs> on a date? date? What do you do on a date? What's, what, how why do you don't you ask Megan? <laughs> see? You know what? <laughs> It's the fastest this wall is, in no, the world. No, it's awesome. see, this is the false thing. What? This is me. I know. And the people like you, why aren't you ever serious? Why aren't you ever, why I don't want you to be joking? serious. I go, this uh, is me. I mean, not, that's the answer. He'd rather have a laugh, a laugh. than a real answer. Of course. And no, that's my, it's not that I... I don't think that's bad. I'm me not neither. You act like we're great. coming down here. We love you. We love it. And we like that this is it. How do you navigate... I have Earth? a sense of humor, you moron. So this is me. That's the point. And the point is, the you that you are is so to unique. To me, to be serious and like this, it's just depressed. But it's, you're confused. Be depressed. It. Can you be depressed? Okay. <laughs> hey, John. Thanks for having me on your show. The thing is, nobody, nobody ever knows if it's a real right. answer or not. But nobody knows. Yeah. Right. So we know. No, it is a real answer. Because it's so unique. You're so, no, this is sometimes you do leave us hanging. Oh, thank <laughs> the you. opposite of you is not depressed and suicidal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no you have one a razor. Said, no, <laughs> no one said be serious. With a guard on Everybody's it. saying you navigating Earth with the way your brain works Lord, is different. We're on the radio. You have a comedy oh, radio for show. God's sake. Why are you always funny when you're here? <laughs> Nobody Hello, said it's that. it's a comedy show. Are we talking Israel and politics? <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Don't he start that. Last he did that last time. He did that last time. Yeah. That's right. This is better. When yeah, you, started you don't want to get off on that. Yeah, you started talking about your new paragraph. I don't know what company. you want to get off on. <laughs> <laughs> John Levitt's paragliding Anyway, it's more company. you. When I'm around you, it, it, yeah, I'm inspired to be funny. I love that. To make you laugh. But do you feel that way with a, with a woman? Or are you more reserved? That's all I'm asking. Oh, no, no. I am that way with a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think I know you what you're saying. Kind of answered the question. Well, very, I, I'll very tell guarded. you the truth. After all that, yeah. I think I, I was just saying. I was very clear. I'll tell you the truth. Oh, all God. joking aside. And this is going to be I, <laughs> This is going to be so <laughs> dumb. No, it isn't. It's just true. <laughs> all right. I was finally pursuing this woman. She's like one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. So finally, she goes, oh, all right, let's sleep together. And I was so excited. <laughs> And then, and then, and we had sex. And then the next day I said, hey, you want to have sex again? She's like, no. <laughs> I said, well, why not? Was it something I said? She goes, uh, you think? And then she hung up on me. And I'm like, well, what did I say that was so bad? And I went, oh, oh. Because I, I, I think what did she you lives say? in the same building as, as this place. So I have an apartment. And so the whole building saw me go in there. So I wanted them to know that I was with her. Right. So we were in bed having sex. And then I kind of like. Said really loud. And now I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) And then 10 seconds later I said, and now I'm done. And then they heard the door. And she did not appreciate it. (laughs) And it was about her. Right. So it was all selfishness is what you're saying. See, people, why didn't you talk about your private life? Yeah. By what? My private? Yes. Because it's private? Right. But that's what's interesting to people. Just a little tidbit. Not all of it. You don't have to spill the whole tongue. I have a huge cock. (laughs) (laughs) 
can't say that. But you could have. Yeah, yeah, rooster. Yeah, it's he a did rooster. a huge rooster. You can't just throw that bomb. I have a giant penis. <laughs> there, that's better. Thank you. Yeah, we've heard about that. I so, was standing next to a horse the other day, completely nude, <laughs> and the horse said, damn. <laughs> I've had movies named yeah. after it. Uh-huh. The Longest Yard, <laughs> Around the World in 80 Days, Big All right. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why but we it? love that it's you. That's the thing. This is this is what you're saying. No, it this isn't. This is you. No, it's Mr. not. Mr. Pavarotti. Why is it whenever you go on stage, you sing opera? You sing. Why do you on stage, you just sing in front of an opera? Can't you just talk? No. Why do you sing? Well, I'm an opera singer. No, I know, I know. But I want to get to know you. Can't you just go on a concert and just yeah. stop all that singing and just talk? You know what I'm regretting right now? Your five-hour energy drink. <laughs> he only took a third. I know. He's well, got like like two hours he only left. Took an hour. John, John Lovitz, why is it whenever you're on this show, you try to be funny? No. What are you, a comedian? <laughs> I want uh, this guy. He's saying this, Frank is the knows place, what I'm saying. this is not the place and time. I, the, oh, trust me. It is. Oh, you're oh. getting a phone call. Is it, is it your wife? Margot Robbie. <laughs> I got to go. Margo's on the line. John has always been honest to me. Hello, You're going uh, to die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did tell Brady he was going to die soon. That's right. I'm surprised you're still here. And then when I talked to him, is the guy on the show still alive? <laughs> yeah. I do say that. <laughs> well, okay. A great no, no, that's honesty. Love joke. Great. You know it's coming. Okay, your friend. Oh, Jesus, he's this talking. Is, Be I, a gentleman. You know Sorry, what I love joke is coming? Can I be completely honest for a <laughs> <Yeah>. second? <laughs> no, as soon trouble. as that happens, pause Huge and Brady. big lie. Yeah, yeah. Brady, this is the difference between me, oh, no. who sees you once every couple of years, yeah. and your close friend, John <laughs> Holmberg. And you say to me, John, do you think I need to lose weight? I go, Brady, you, yeah, you do. You're overweight, and it's not good for your health, and da, da, da. Do you think he asked you Then that you though? ask John Holmberg, John, do you think I'm overweight and you lose weight? No, you're fine. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Because you I want him to all kick the, the bucket so you can save money that you pay him and keep it, put it in your own pocket money. and use it to buy Megan, my girlfriend, your wife, gifts. That's right. Am I, right I can't afford presents unless Brady A real dies. friend's honest. That's right. I tell him all the time he's going to yeah. die. Almost every day. It's I not tell, mean. I'm not talking about around. I well, tell no. it back to you, too. You know, the yeah. same I thing. Need it, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'll say, yeah, I it's need to do working. it, too. It's not working right now. Whatever you, you need to work on it. <laughs> you work on it. See? <laughs> you actually look thinner. Oh, than you. Thank you. It's just... Yeah, it's just... How can you say to somebody, you're overweight and that's good? That's a good no, thing. No, it's a bad It's not healthy. That's what they do in commercials that's now. That's all the time. Yeah. Now. yeah. yeah. The they body sing shape. about right. it. Yeah. Being Chunky fat ladies are like, yeah. Lizzo is celebrated as yeah. body positivity. Yeah. No, and you don't, don't, so don't be mean. You know what we should do? Transition. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Cut him off. Yesterday he was telling me that <laughs> he's doing <laughs> transition surgery and a surgeon tell him that the balls are, hey, you put the balls inside and those become the ovaries. I'm like, this isn't a doctor you were talking to. It's <laughs> a man's balls don't become ovaries. Isn't it sad that the only jokes John Holmberg has are the ones that I told him? Those weren't jokes. That was <laughs> a story to you repeat, told me on a repeat, golf repeat. course. Well, I was saying how fun you were yesterday. I'll stop it doing was, it. Was Get a, a razor. It was, oh. a part, it was from my act. <laughs> oh, it was? You were doing your act at lunch? Well, where else are you going to I practice? told you that. <laughs> this is my act. Quiet down. <laughs> oh, I have my dog, Jerry. 
Yeah. Love my dog. Is yeah. Jerry here? Is that enough? That's private. My wife was asking uh, about Jerry. She texted me, is Jerry here? Jerry didn't come this time. No, I didn't come to, because they keep changing the rules of flying with your, I have a fifth, for your listeners, a 15-pound pug chihuahua I take yeah. everywhere with me. But anyway, they keep changing the rules of flying with your pets. JSX will let you. This is your audience right now. This is your audience right now. <laughs> well, you're talking. I and you're going to get that. back to being funny. He doesn't want him to be funny. He just wants him to be real. <laughs> wants him to be serious and real. Well, like what? Like He goes, how are you? And then John will go, fine. Thanks for asking. I like the picture. Yeah, I like your, that. That's I like very, the picture on your that's uh, oh, exactly. bio. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's exactly well, the same. Fonzie. I thought it was uh, it was good. Okay. You were good there. It was a good photo, and I—I don't. I, I we get headshots every year. I know. Is this a new one? <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> it's been thirty years since my last headshot. But you look at you go. I look the same. I look the same. way people go, you don't look the same anymore. I go, that, oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look the same. Uh, John Lovitz is uh, at the <laughs> Desert Ridge. Then I look like I'm 35. I was like 54. These, you're not 54. In oh this yeah, yes. No, suck way. on that, <laughs> bucko. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it. I'm saying it's a good photograph. I'm oh, not yeah, saying you I, look bad now. By the way, I just wrote a new song. Can oh, God. Sing it? Oh, yeah, no. go ahead. Oh, John Holmberg likes it up the butt. <laughs> likes it up the butt. Likes it up the butt. Beautiful. Mr. John Holmberg likes it up the butt. Can't we all get along? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it there. <laughs> John Lovitz is in the Desert Ridge Improv, and this is uh, what my day was like yesterday, and it continues today. I don't and think I don't think there's anybody funnier. No, nobody, accidentally or otherwise. No, yeah, I don't even think he knows it. I, I I'm not sure. Judging I, by the blend, answer, I know he knows back he's and funny. forth. You don't know how people respond to you, and like the, when you leave, we're like, what happened? No, I know. It's it's. I, I think maybe maybe I should become like a stand up comedian or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and do movies. And someone who wonder just, if I could get on Saturday Night Live and do sketch comedy and again. Stuff. Would you ever think about doing it again? I missed I missed miss the it? show, but yeah. you, I I've been back and then you know you go. It's like going back to your home and everyone's gone. Yeah, there's all these there. new people living in your house. And I literally, you know, it's great to be there, but a big part of me wants to be like, get out. Yeah. Like, who? This what, isn't yours. What happened? No, it's not. It's, but do you think that the people before you It's their you show now. It's yeah. not mine. Like Bill Murray saw you guys the same way? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yes. And they're like, who are these idiots? Yes. Even though guys, you, you guys were killing it. Yeah, because it's it was, they originated. Yeah. And you go like, you're, you're doing my show. It's like. Did they yeah, come because on? It really, it's not like doing a sitcom because you create it, you write it. And you perform it. You're creating the show, yeah. so it's your it, it feel it's yours. Your right. baby, yeah. It's your little infant, like your stand up act. It's yours, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, most and of it is some, yours. Uh, I mean, outside of the stuff that you stole, <laughs> but I'm saying it's yours, <laughs> right? Outside of the the Lovitz chunks, yeah. No, you we don't remember this, but I met you when you were like ten, and I went, <laughs> "Hey, you should do impressions," and then you know you never mentioned it. <laughs> Put uh, that in your act. Yeah, you love it to that? the desert. I, I, you know what? I, to... I didn't realize it was you. That was me. That was, that was that strange guy at the bus. No, I went like that. Was you look the same? Go, hey, little boy, you... come here. I got a question for you. Yeah. Go, Why are you, are you in Frank a bus? You, how do you know my name? I go. Eh. Do you know what the word consensual is? <laughs> do you live in this treehouse, sir? <laughs> Sometimes. Anyway, come up here. I got some words of wisdom for you. You should do impressions. In fact, do an impression of a kid screaming in terror. So I, I met this young man. All right, I'm going to do a quick Thompson. impression. Scott this is my impression. Thompson. I said, here, 
Start using these props. Yeah. Put them in trunks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and he grew up to be the carrot man. Not carrot. forget. I don't know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta go again. Uh, we stay for Wait, the. Uh, can oh, I, can yeah, I, no, please, by all means. No, please, All make right. it quick. You're good at that. Okay, ready? Yeah. And everyone knows that your wife's name is Megan. That's right. And that's You've I'm made that about. very clear who you're having Okay, sex this with. is my impression of Megan. I go, Megan, just tell me when I'm, you know, past John. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, all right. Just go ahead and start. Go slow. I go, sorry. Okay, I'm spinning in a little bit past. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Of course. Yeah. It was driving it was, down it was there with its lights on. Uh, literally. Oh, you can make fun of me, but I don't mean, You made... I, I, did I fight back? I enjoyed the oh, fact that you have... I have a one-inch dick. At lunch. <laughs> I loved your joke. All we do is joke at lunch. Then I come in the radio. Why are you over serious? <laughs> what, who are you? I asked you yesterday. Who are you I right said, now? seriously, you should tip. And you went, ah, I'm never serious. No, you never said left. that. You liar. <laughs> Seriously, though, you should tip. I'm never serious, though. I hate being serious, and tipping is part of being uh, serious. Bye. No, you, you didn't. This is, this is the thing. You have your radio personality. That's right. Yeah. It's this. Yes, yeah, this. I but off the, the, the radio. Totally, totally different. Totally. He's ten times worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, beyond. You want me to tell your joke? words you can't tell. Beyond. <laughs> you want me to tell your joke, <laughs> Mr. Off the Air? What? <laughs> what? I don't okay, well, okay, we'll get it. right back to it. But uh, John promised he'd talk about his time on Epstein Island. We'll do that after the break. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. We're on the air now. We're on it right now. Now. Put your headphones on, John. What about now? Still on. For now. <coughs> uh, John's at the Desert Ridge Improv <laughs> tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. DesertRidgeImprov.com. First off, thank you for hanging out with us the whole time. That was nice of you. Well, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> it's always well. a delight. Well, it wasn't that. It was being, it was being a human being, for Christ's sake. I was saying Am I thank being you. a human being <laughs> back? Being and apparently you can end. <laughs> You're just weird. I'm just He's being just normal and you can't end. It's very true. I don't think I like that. Can I ask uh, you a question? Sure, please, by all means. Are you always on? <laughs> you're just not a normal person. Were your parents like this? No. No? Were they very reserved? No, they would just look at me. Did they like? Did they? There's when you only said, one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. No, they didn't get me. Not at all. Even when you were making it. Did suddenly your parents go, wow, he, we knew the whole time. Did they hope you were going to be a doctor or a yeah. lawyer or something? My dad was a, a very successful doctor. That's right. And I just, I go, I can't do that. He's too smart. I don't yeah. want to compete. So you didn't? I said, do you want me to be a doctor? And he goes, oh, I'd love it. You know, we worked together. He goes, but I would never tell you what to do. Because he was forced to be, he felt like he oh, was no forced kidding. to be a doctor. Son, he would be do? a great proctologist. He wanted to be an opera singer, you know, a singer. Oh, that, yeah, you said that. I remember. No sole mio stramiandolini Gianni Holberg likes it with a little weenie in oh the of a wife. All right. 
It's time for the <laughs> entertainment drill. John Lovitz is good. I can understand it. It makes sense. It's not Italian. The entertainment drill is brought to you by. Yes, of course. It's brought to you by ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. The people who run that particular facility are going to see you this week. Oh, that's nice. They love you very much. Check out this maneuver. Oh no! You don't just throw five-hour energy drinks at someone. Yesterday, he tried to hit me, and I said, "See, the problem with self-defense is I have to be worried about the person hitting me." And I'm so the one I see. They go to the punching power. Yeah, the punching power. I'm not really. I don't have to have to defend against you. It would be all right. Like, and then you it was go, like a sponge you're smashing right. into you. <laughs> if you hit sponge, me, like, please stop touching sponge. me. You're touching me rather that aggressively. That was my pu- punch, sponge. Sponge. <laughs> sponge. Uh, and they got their special running right now. $199 for a month of training includes the gigantic seminar for uh, women's self-defense in April. You can check it all out at reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady and John Lovitz entertain me. Aaron Rodgers got the boot on the Pat McAfee show. He are you follow? Are you yeah. following that? Yeah. What do you think of it? It's just silly. As a comedian, don't you think Jimmy Kimmel, who's from here, don't you think Jimmy's being a brat? Like he's punched down on a ton of things in time and made accusations or through jokes. I think he's overreacting. Totally right. Because like, well, take the punch. He would totally make fun of of Aaron Rodgers like nonstop, right? right? So Absolutely. when Aaron goes back, he's like, hey. Yeah. And he throws this giant tantrum in his in his monologue. And I'm like, that's not like that's not what the greats would do. That's not what Kimmel should do. He's just look at make a, make a good joke about it. But you don't do your whole monologue attacking Aaron Rodgers. I would just ignore it. Or just ignore, ignore it. it. That's even better. Yeah, I think he's being a baby. Dude, you've done the Kimmel show. No. You haven't? Oh. He asked me early on to do it a lot, but I, I didn't. Honestly, he just started. It was like 15 years ago, and, and I didn't think he was that good. Oh. Now I do think he's very yeah, good. He's now good. I can't get on. Yeah, now I can't get on. <laughs> you were doing uh, Fallon. You were doing Santos on there, which was hilarious. Yes. Well, Jimmy asked me. Yeah, but is that <laughs> – I understand. He saw that me do it on Instagram. I met Jimmy. I've known him. Yeah. Like, I met him this summer um, before just when he'd gotten Saturday Night Live. Oh, really? And I did this movie, High School High, and Brian Hooks was in it in the – we did this Hollywood celebrity baseball game at Dodger Stadium, which I love baseball. So you get to play on baseball in the stadium. Yeah, it was thrilling. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, and I got Brian into the game. And then Brian goes, Hey, can you meet this friend of mine? He just got Saturday Night Live. I go, All right. What's his name? He goes, Jimmy Fallon. I go, Okay. So I went over. I go, What's his name again? Jimmy Fallon. I go, Hi, Jimmy. And he's like, He went, like, He did the wave and the weird, yeah. awkward. Hello. And then the last time before I was on the show, I, I imitated him. I go, Man, Jimmy, remember you're like, I, yeah. I made him do it. <laughs> and he did the baby Yeah, but he's a great guy. Very nice guy. So he asked me to go But on. is it bad? when? Because you were doing Santos. When you recognized, I look enough like him that this will be great. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was because he lied about everything. Right. And, and you're I was the known liar. for my liar character. That's right. So they that that LA game you talking about? The baseball game? How, how, nothing uh, to do with how uh, much you resembled. George Santos, so easily with just glasses and a and, that's and a it. wig and a suit. Well, yeah, maybe a wig because he does have more. I hair. don't look anything <laughs> like the guy. What is wrong? That's why people were like, "Did you see George Santos on Fallon last night?" I'm like, no, 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 that was Love It. What's that new movie coming out? George Clooney just did it. The Roman one or whatever the no, the, the boys in the boat. the boat. Yeah, the boys in the boat, <laughs> the boat, boat about boat. A, a, a racing team crew. Yeah, crew of. Uh, a rowing team that makes it goes into the Olympics when, and he goes, well, I was having really trouble uh, casting uh, Hitler, <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you just get cast Holmberg? <laughs> I got the guy because I resemble because you so look much. like him so much.
that baseball you actually, game. I do look a little like Hitler. Well, you know what? You kind of do. <laughs> That's what you see. <laughs> same it's eyes. That, it's the same, that, same nose. With the little mustache and, and the the same, a wig on with and the And the hairdo. same kind of uh, same philosophy. philosophy. Yeah. It's kind of, but you have that Hitler filter on with me. That's all you see. <laughs> you just see Hitler. You look like him. I'm not saying you are him. I'm saying it's you a compliment. Handsome man. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll be serious. The game that he was talking about in L.A., the celebrity game, reminds yeah. me of Norm McDonald's story. No, Norm story McDonald's old story with that. When Super Dave called him. Yeah, it's a great old story. But we don't have time for that. <laughs> Norm was a dick to me. So Was he? Yeah. I loved Norm. Was he mean to you? We were friends, and then he just started being a complete prick. Why? I don't know. No kidding. You had to have done something. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. No, I think, I think one time I said... Because he'd go on stage after me. Yeah. We were headlining. And, and I was like a lot more energy. And he'd go on. And I'm a fan of his oh, comedy. Great. Yeah. But he was like real, like just slow. And and, the, right. and then one time he just like froze on stage for like two minutes. He yeah. just Stood stopped. There. Yeah. And just uh, fro- literally frozen, just not saying a word. And I ran out and go, Norman, you know. So I said, I don't think you can follow me because I'm higher energy. Right. This. I'm not. I wasn't saying I was better. Just a different combo. The real but story. He, is- but he said that. So he'd always come up. He goes, I'm better comedian. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Though. I'm guessing that was it, but I don't know. He just attacked kind of. I the real know. story is he froze up. And no, we played tennis once. From back in the <laughs> he, he made a big thing about it, beating me in tennis. So oh. we played. I always played a lot. And then he just would dink the ball on this. And I couldn't hit it. There was no rhythm. There was no right. rhyme or reason. It was just going all over the place. And I, and he won, which wasn't a big deal to me. Right. But I was frustrated. So I go to my teacher, the Wimbledon champion. I go, I go, I go. how do you beat a guy like that? A guy just dinks it. There's no yeah. rhythm. There's no right. pace. It's just like. So he told me. I go, he goes, it's easy. I go, yeah, could you beat him? You know, kidding. Right. And the norm acted like I was being disrespectful. Like, <laughs> okay. I, and the guy, my teacher, Alex Almeida, was like, like my father, you know, I didn't yeah. disrespect him. He goes, just following the ball. So, okay, all right. So, and plus, Norm, when we played, Norm would win a point, then he'd leave the court for five minutes. <laughs> hey, Lojo, guess what just happened? I just went, I go, and he did it like four times in a row. I go, Norm, do you want to play? I go, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't just keep leaving. Yeah, I got stuff to do there. So, anyway, so we play, and I also I was holding back because he, he didn't play. So, I was trying to hit it easy, which was a mistake. So, then you have to just accelerate through the ball. I just was. So I kept, I'm just like barely hitting it. So the next time we played, I'm gonna, I go, I'm not holding back. Right. So I beat him like six. It was like we beat the tar out of him. Yeah. Does he want to play again? I go, no. Why not? I go because it's not fun. You suck and and <laughs> I don't I wonder get why it was mean to and you. And you cheat. <laughs> it's not fun. You can't play. Oh. Well, no, I wasn't, you know, he right. couldn't... You, you know. just didn't want to play with him. You were out, you he know, couldn't classic. play at all. It's right. not going to up your game. Right. So then he had a whole story about it on the internet. <laughs> but then he was... Con- I didn't know. He was constantly... You can look it up. John yeah. Lovitz... I'm gonna. ...slams... I mean, Norm McDonald slams John Lovitz. I mean, just like anti-Semitic stuff. Everything. Really? Yeah, I'm tired of being quiet about it. He was a prick. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't. There we go. There it is. There, there is your headline. You let him. There's your headline. Norm McDonald. People who really knew him didn't like him. No, some did, but he. Yeah. But he was a real prick. No kidding. People. All right. Yep. He was always very nice to us. I loved his comedy. He was nice. Yeah, because he needed you. Right. We provided him a service. This is why you're here. A little bit. 
<laughs> no, he was. I don't. We were friends. Yeah. Know, and then he just. Well, turned. that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like you. It'll happen. And <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Nothing less masculine than a zinger followed by a sip of a five-hour energy. <laughs> it's like his martini. Absolutely nothing less masculine It'll than your finish It'll happen when right Megan there. calls you, oh, I'm sorry I slept with him. I thought like, he was kidding. No! We're all sorry then you'll you be slept mad. with him. Slept with my wife? Yeah. Isn't that crossing a line? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be like Raging Bull. This, are, you, are, you saying, are you saying most women that have sex with you end up calling someone going, I'm sorry, I slept with John Lovitz? <laughs> no, because she's your wife. She's I understand apologizing that, but, for cheating. But she's not the only one that would she's not say that phrase. Is what I'm saying. No, it doesn't have to be anybody's saying, wife. And they and regret it because when they go back to their husband, <laughs> they're like, it's yeah, just yeah. not good. That's what it is. Yes. Nibble on the five-hour energy drink. Uh, John Lovitz, thank you for being here. Desert Ridge Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. If you want to go, DesertRidgeImprov.com. And we're done here. Let's get out of here. What do you say? Eat me. (laughs) Right? That's how we finish today. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.